said DJ quit. This song don't give a damn. You can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, the smooky the the smooky. The spooky sounds and the bottle opening means one thing, Bubba. It's time for our Treehouse of Horrors, or as as you like to say, our Halloween edition of Ooh. Off the Rails Podcast. Ooh. Happy Halloween. Uh, I'm your host, Noah, and I'm joined by Pumpkin Spice Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sean. I'm oh, just Sean. Just Sean. Just Sean. Okay. Normal okay. Sean's here. Uh, on tonight's episode, we are going to debunk some urban myths. We are going to play Halloween, true or false, and of course, the number one uh, segment on Off the Rails: Bibs hashtag Bibs bat shit insane Bubba streams. But before we get into all of that, we have another invitation into OG Tay's tasting room. Open the door. Welcome everybody back to the tasting room. Uh, we're, we're hot on these cellar beers, and I've got another special beer here for Halloween. Yeah, another last step. I hope it's better than the one you gave us last. Oh, this episode. is this is that this, last one was. Uh, this is guaranteed to be better. This is Bottle Logic. This is this is what I feel is the top uh, brew house in Orange County right now. And okay, this is, well, uh, that's that's saying something. There's is, a lot of good breweries in Orange is, County. This is part of their Stasis project. It's better uh, than Four Sons. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Way oh, better. Way better. Okay. Way better. All right. Way better. It's way not better. even close in my mind. But uh, this is uh, their Stasis Project. Uh, they have a... Uh, the brewery is also a science fiction-themed brewery. And uh, the name of this beer, it's a bourbon pumpkin ale. And see if you get the reference here. The name of it is Picture If You Will, dot, dot, dot. That's a Twilight Zone reference. That's correct. That's a, that's so I thought a, of, I know, Serling. Or yes. it's a Dusty Rhodes reference. If you wee. <laughs> if you wee, <laughs> oh, baby. If you wee. <laughs> All right. So this is also a seller and save. Uh, we didn't sell her this one. Nope. We're, you didn't sell, we're, we're oh. doing this one fresh. So I picked this one up today. Straight from oh, the wow. bottle, so right down our gullet. You didn't gullet. sell her this at all. I didn't sell, well, I do have three more in I was going to say, you have some bottles that you... This must be one that you... If you just picked it up today, I know that you bought more than one bottle. So I bought three bottles. Uh, they're not easy to come by. I could probably sell them for 100 a piece if Holy I wanted shit. to. However, we were de- we will definitely save one and see how this one tastes in a year from now. Ooh, our, our, our third Halloween edition. Yes. We will get another taste of this. Yes, we'll see that. We'll see if the see if the rating changes. Correct. Ah, I like I it. Like now, that. do me a favor, Sean. Yes. You're gonna rate this beer tonight. Yes. Okay. In a year, don't come back to this episode to see what you rated it. Well, I have a log though. I have to log all of them. Well, don't look at the log before you rate next year. Okay. Like, like try I'll, to f- I will forget. Try to forget. I know I will forget. So that we can get an honest opinion as to whether or not it got better or got worse. It'd be okay. good. It'd be a good. It'd be a good experiment. What I like with this Bottle Logic Stasis series, uh, just to shift gears here, it tells you how many pours you get. You get a little eight ounce pours. Uh, you serve it eight ounces at a time. It tells you what temperature. Uh, Fifty degrees. Whoa. So picture, if you will. A bourbon pumpkin ale. Ale brewed with pumpkins, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, clove, and aged in bourbon barrels. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of taste. A journey into a wondrous land where boundaries 
or that of your imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the pumpkin zone and transmission. It also tells you what to pair it with, what kind of food to pair it with. Ricotta, roasted turkey, and pecan pie. Well, those are uh, very fall flavors, so... And this is a 13.3 uh, on the Richter. Oh, jeez, wow. So, good thing, good thing I'm drinking a Barmy. Buckle go up. right with it. <laughs> to go with that Twilight Zone now, reference, what, what? you better buckle up like uh, William Shatner in that plane. <laughs> what, uh... <laughs> Liam <laughs> Shatner, uh, what uh, what was the name of the beer we had last year? That was the oh god, because um, that I'm, one I'm, really put our. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking, I'm blanking, but it was, was another pumpkin. The, was that the Smash Pumpkin? Yes, yeah, Smash Pumpkin. Smash Pumpkin. 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 Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes, that was a good one. That yeah. really go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it lately. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean in a totally different light. Yes. Yeah, well, I have a feeling by the end of this one, you might hear me in a different light. Oh boy. It's good. It's going to be right. good. All right. So, so this uh, is P-U-M-P-K-I-N. This, this edition of the Tasting Room is sponsored by OG Tay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's because you got this yourself. That's correct. But uh, let's give, we'll give, our, we'll give yeah, a shout out yeah. to our boys at Icon. We'll give a shout. What's up, boys? We love those. We love him on the boys. I know. Justin. I, yeah, I know they have theirs, and they're, they probably got a $50 price tag on this thing. So they really mark it up that much, huh? Uh, they let somebody. Uh, there was a fund. There's another one I've got two of. That's a cellar beer, and it's it's sitting there. I probably won't touch it for a year, at least, maybe a couple. Called Fundamental Observation. You buy that thing for twenty bucks. People are selling for two hundred dollars on the black market. He allowed Hamill allowed somebody to put his fundamental in there, and he goes, "I'll take ten percent of whatever you sell it for, and you can put it in my fridge and sell it." And sold for two hundred. Hamill got twenty bucks just for letting the just bottle, for sit, letting there. The bottle yeah. sit there. Yeah. Wow, that's I just—it's a whole other discussion, but we, we could get into. But it which, just seems like a very disservice to the customer base. And when that you, twenty, when you allow and that, that twenty, and that twenty dollars paid for Hamill, one of Hamill's fundamental observations. Oh, I know. There's 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 issues with it, but uh, I mean, you gotta. I mean, I love the fact that Bottle Logic is making good beer and making beer that is that is hard to get. I appreciate that, yes. but. I have now mastered the art of obtaining these beers, and I've got my maximum four of this picture, if you will. Yeah, it's like Pappy Van Winkle. Have you ever had Pappy Van Winkle? I've heard of it. It's I've heard it's like it's rare. It's like the Sasquatch yeah. of bourbons. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I've never seen it. I've you never know, tasted it, but it's out there, and it's it's. I'm the not going to like you said though. It, it's and it's not that it's a disservice, but I just I want to drink them, so I'm drinking them. And you should drink them, right. but but I don't. I think it's crazy for anybody to pay two hundred dollars for a beer. I a bottle, think it dude, is. There's too. so many good beers out there. There's so many good beers that you can buy to pay two hundred dollars for a bottle of beer. That's outrageous. I see people already listing the whole entire set from this year for like a thousand bucks from Bottle Logic's releases, special releases. Bottle Logic makes more beer. They they're up they're up in their production, but they're gods. Shit's gone, dude. Well, they like, need to make quick. more. They need to make more. They need to get another frack, get another brewery. That going. fundamental observation was gone in five minutes. So, wow. All right. Know. So the L O G I C. So the L, it's uh, dark in appearance. <laughs> the look. I like <laughs> that. Look. He's, he's yes. going with the, it. All right. Uh, the appearance uh, appears to be dark. 
It's dark, but if you put it up to the light, it it is a you can see through it's a reddish, yeah. It's but a it reddish. is uh, darker than the complexion of one Mark Merrow, wouldn't you agree? Oh, Sean? Yes, here we go yes. back to Mark Merrow. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Not black, Mark Merrow, not black. But that that lacing is kind of sticking to not, yeah. This it's good. It, it almost, I mean, it's not as dark, it's not as thick as a stout. No. But it has the head looks like a stout. This is not a stout. But, this is but a nail. Yeah, no, I. I am aware of that, but okay. I'm saying the lacing, the head, looks like a stout head. Not very thick, but yet good lacing. Yeah, good lacing and not thick. About a quarter inch. All right. Smell this. Smell. Smell is to put you on your ass. This, to me, it does smell boozy. Boot. It smells like pumpkin pie with some bourbon tossed on top of it. Yeah, sure. I was going to say, there's two smells. Pumpkin pie and booze. Well, bourbon, two things, that kind of booze, two particular things, booze, bourbon. Two things I love. Yes, good, that's Taste. good. Hachimachi. Oh, that's fantastic. This is a winner. I like it. I might pay $200 for this beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never win. No, no, no. But it's you, a good beer. But you would pay $20 for one of those bottles. Yes, I would. Yes. $20 is a reasonable price for this beer. This yes. is a good beer. Right. The smell is really, I mean, it, the smell is really what knocks it out of the park for me. Right. I mean, and that's a big part of it. Bubba's shaking his eyes. He's like, <laughs> It's not that hot. There's you know, a little. right over there, Bubba? Yeah, it's there's, there's some heat on the end. Yeah, it's got a little, it's got a little sting. Got a little sting, not yeah. too bad. Yeah, but the smell, like when yeah. you're drinking it, the smell yeah. just takes all that away. Yeah, it, it smells fantastic. Oh, I love pumpkin pie too. I, I mean, I think I'm, it's I'm great. I'm a huge, huge, this is my favorite time of year. I love pumpkin pie, pumpkin muffins, pumpkin drinks at Starbucks. Who makes pumpkin, pumpkin muffins? Oh, we have pumpkin muffins here. My, my, my mother in law made pumpkin muffins. Oh. I got them, they're good. There you go. I, I, oh, they're really good. Dude. I'd like take, to. I'd like to take one for the road. You could take one home, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Nice. So yeah, the no. mouthfeel is uh, maybe a little numb and stingy. But, the mouthfeel uh, is. It's uh, it's not clean. It's a little no, creamy, but it's, it's not little, as creamy yeah. as 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 a uh, as a stout. Mm -mm. Or, but it is a little creamy. It's it's a little bit it's like of a medium a, body feel. Yeah. It's, this is this is a really good beer, and it's got some it's got some heat on the back. You know, end. it doesn't taste like beer. It tastes it does taste no. like a pumpkin pie. Yeah. Mm. That smell when you're drinking it, especially in these, because we we're not drinking them out of let's let's give a little behind the scenes here. We're not drinking out of pint glasses. We're no. drinking out of like a cocktail glass. Yes, a tall cocktail glass. This, this should be drinking in a like a goblet. Oh yes, a snifter. The snifter. This, this should be a, in a snifter, yes. no doubt about yeah. it, because the. The smell of the beer is really making it. Yes. It's oh, yeah. making it. And that's a big part of it. Oh, that's, beer, yeah. the smell of beer, that's a people big part don't realize. Of it. Right. Like, that's right. People think of smell and they think of wine. Right. Like, oh, the smell of the wine. You know, the smell of the beer is as big a part of the, of the taste and everything, the overall of it is. You, if you go to Bottle Logic, I mean, you've got a lot of uh, seasoned vets that go there. I mean, you go there and the first thing they do, they're. Oh right. yeah, nose right. Yeah, and you got to get your nose deep. Oh in yeah, there. oh yeah, absolutely. They're right in there. And when and that's I think that is a benefit in these glasses that yeah. we're drinking out of because they're they're taller, it's trapping and thinner, it. and it, you when you get in there to drink it, you smell it. It's, yeah, it's trapping that smell. I agree. I think you're gonna like the overall rating on this one, Moss. This was, four point eight five. This is a four nine five for Ooh. me. This is this is. 
This Almost stuff, a five, Bubba. I'm yeah. sorry. I got a boner right now. Yeah. That is shocking. <laughs> You're shocked by that rating. I'm very surprised by that. Wow. You, I, I mean, you wouldn't rate it that high? Um, I no, it's very good. It's tasty. You don't but seem to be a fan of the no, pumpkin. No, we're, we're raving about pumpkin yeah. over on this side of the table, I, and you don't seem to be in, in the same camp. I'm I'm totally into you know pumpkin. Uh, you know, this is the time of the year that's like pumpkin spice everything. It's like pumpkin pumpkin pumpkins coming out of your ass, but like that would hurt. By it's the, way. the it's the it's the bourbon boozy flavor that is is. It's rough. I mean, I, I love bourbon. I will put Bubba's it. Bubba's not way. a bourbon drinker. <laughs> no, I'm a, he likes. He will drink it, but he's not. You're I not will, a connoisseur. I will put it this way: if I was at home, I would be much more likely to enjoy it. Oh well, yeah, you do have to drive home. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Uh, maybe I'll bring in one of these times from the cellar. I'll bring in the. Uh, there's a horchata rice bourbon oh, stout. Shit. <laughs> Bottle Logic has got three fives in my cabinet right I think now. You should, wow. I think you should keep that in your cabinet until we record at Bubba's house. <laughs> okay. So that yeah. Bubba can yeah. thoroughly enjoy it. Unless you have an Uber driver in your uh, <laughs> cell or something. Because Bubba doesn't like to drink the heavy beers when he's... and, I, and That's and, fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. would never... Well... I promised the fans every other episode we, it, they would get a cellar beer. So it's, buckle it's, up. There's more bourbon barrel aged yeah, on the way. It's definitely good. It's definitely good beer. I, I like it. It's like I said. It's just very, it's very boozy and very heavy for me. So it's a it's a special occasion. I want to go on record to say that we are that horchata stout they got is amazing. We're about ten minutes into this podcast. Yes, and I'm guaranteeing that by the end of this podcast, I will be passed out. I'm oh, just no. going to go on record as saying that. I don't know between how to turn the, that b- off. Between so. the barmy and this, I, I, I want more of this beer that you gave me. I, Picture I, if you there's, will. There's not enough of it. I want more of it. But by the end of this, I will be passed out. So we should we should get going. So Maybe, I, maybe I'll be able to help you out with that. And let's do a, on this note, since we have such a special beer that Noah's so happy with, we'll do a slow closing of the door. Oh, so a gentle closing. closing. A gentle That's closing. That's so great. Now I get to go on the internet and scour the internet for a sound effect of a slow closing door. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for allowing me to do that. That, that great oh, search. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'll never unsee that. All right. oh, oh, don't show me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, Mark Merrow in very, very tight tights. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. You're welcome. Thank you for this beer. 4.95. As close to five as I think you can get. These guys, they're they're it's sta- almost perfection. Bottle Logic is your favorite brewery. Their Stasis projects are they're all we kissing all fa- five. You know, can I just say we yeah. all have our favorite breweries. Yeah. You are a Bottle Logic guy. That's yeah. your favorite brewery. Yes. I'm a Dogfish Head guy. Yes. That's my that's favorite fine. brewery. They're good. Bubba, Anheuser Busch is that your favorite brewery? <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, How dare I'm just throwing you? it out there. I'm just joking, but and of course, uh, no, I have. Uh, Ballast Point. I've been. Uh, ba- oh, Ballast Point. Ballast another, Point's very good. Another good one. Yeah. Very good. I think Ballast Point would be my favorite local brewery. Because I, you know, we can actually go to. Like, I can't right. go to Dogfish Head. Right. Although I'd love to go there. So my yeah, there. my favorite local brewery would. I think that some of the flavors and beers that uh, bottle or Ballast Point does, Bottle Logic does some of the same stuff. They just do it better. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, look, Ballast Point's great. And I love a lot of their beers, but and if we go outside like Dogfish Head, I'd probably say Founders. Founders is my second favorite. Yeah, 
I have I have a special place in my heart for Dogfish just because that was like the first little brewery that right. I discovered, oh. and so I have kind of a, a a place in my heart for them. And they make great beer. Oh, they do. I mean, they There's make no some doubt. great beer. There's so. no doubt. But anyway, I okay, agree. well, thank you. Good IPAs. Yes, they make, you know what? I like their IPAs. I'm still hunting for a 120-minute. I can't they get They just my, came out. I know. They're, they're hard to get. They yeah, just came out. I and, know. of course, their pumpkin, their pumpkin ale, which is what their first beer they ever made was the pumpkin ale. So, and that came out, so, and that's a, that's a gold standard. So Arizona gets some 120 minutes last year, and I told Matthew, I'm like, go get me. Remember that? And I you told know, him, I go get him yeah, some. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, and then, the, like, he, and I didn't hear back from him. And then, like, a week later, he goes, I'm going to go get some. I'm like, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's you got no, you got to get it right It's gone. It what are you out. doing? I'm like, I can't even believe you're asking yeah, me this. Yeah, no, you got to get it when it yeah. comes out. But they, I mean, their beers, like I said, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. But, uh, all right, well, thanks. Icon Beverages and Cigars, thank you. For being a supporter of our podcast. OGTA, supporting OGTA, the podcast. OGTA, thank you thank for you. supporting our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, head out over to Icon and say hello to the boys, Himmel, Justin. Miguel. Miguel. Tell them Bubba sent you. Get a cigar. They've got a, the humidor in there. Get a cigar. Yeah. Tell them Bubba sent you, and they'll look at you and go, who the fuck is Bubba? Maybe. And then say Shantae or something. And then, oh, Sean, OGTA. Okay, we got it. But, but first... Right. Tell him Bubba sent you. But maybe we'll get a, when we go and have that horchata stout in Bubba's house, uh, maybe we'll get a cigars to taste and do a little. Cigar. A, a little double tasting. A little cigar uh, review. I like yeah, that. Yeah, cigar and bourbon barrel age review. I do love a good cigar. I got to I gotta admit. We might have to record out. Well, we'll be in the garage. We'll be okay with cigars out yeah, there, sure. right? Yeah, All right. Uh, Bubba. Yes. We have a mail. We, we got mail this week. Holy shit. <laughs> Does it ever stop? The look no, of, the, the look no. Face. The, the, the mailbag is constantly being filled, filled, filled. God, I'm already drunk. This is we're why not I'm, even. We haven't even hit a segment. It's yet. so full. Hammered. Bubba's tired of seeing them come in. Yes, he's not a. He, you know, I, I'm feeling the Bubba's not a fan he's like, of, of the fans, mailbag. Leave us alone. The la, you know, Evan last month. Yeah. He like he specifically asked Bubba a question, but yet Bubba's not. We're gonna have an announcement like Ringo Starr one of these days. Fans. Stop sending mail with with peace and love. Peace and love. With peace, peace and, and love. love. Please, there will be no more autograph signed. There will be no more 8 by 10s mailed out. Stop mailing me. No longer mail. I say this with peace and love. No longer mail me. Paul, Paul from Schenectady, New York. Oh, yeah. Okay. Paul, nice. he asks, uh, imagine you're given a 100-round capacity revolver. Is this directly to Bubba or everybody? It's to everybody. Okay. This is, yeah, this is not to anybody in particular. Okay. You're given a 100-round capacity revolver, and you're given 100 bullets. You're forced to play Russian roulette. How big is that gun? Well, if it's a revolver let me with 100 the, rounds. Can I finish the question? <laughs> Holy cow. You can load however many rounds you'd like in whichever chambers you'd like, and you can spin the cylinder. For every round you load... You're given one million dollars when you pull the trigger. If you end up dead, the money goes to your family. Here are my questions. Okay. How many rounds do you choose to load? Do you load them all in a row or do you space them out throughout the cylinder? And if this were a TV show, would you watch it? Bubba, I go to you first. 
Paul wants to know. He's got this. Is a, this is an interesting question. This is a very moral dilemma type question. <laughs> this is so, a very easy question. <laughs> Hundred million dollar Russian roulette. I think. Well, let's do it this way. Hundred million dollar Russian roulette. It's a TV show. Right. Do you watch it? No. 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 It's that's so. Gross. And so this gun is like got to be on. Something's got to be holding this because a, a hundred round revolver i mean that that chamber's got to be so gigantic well, I, I mean so this, yeah this is a fantasy yeah, question I, I mean I'm there's no saying, such thing I'm, as a hundred revolver i know well you could be you could make it it would just be very big It'd be very big right. so okay so it's a tv show do you watch it Sean? no absolutely you not. don't watch it never no why what do you mean why you don't want to see somebody die on TV. I don't like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, it. yeah, I wouldn't want, I don't want to, I've never seen anybody die in front of my eye, in my eye, you know what I mean? You never, never watched, seen, like, Faces of Death when you were a kid? Mm, well, somebody, ah, see, yeah, so, see? somebody put it on and I couldn't watch it, I stopped watching you it. You stopped watching yeah. it. Yeah, okay, I got to the monkey brain and I stopped. Everybody okay. gets to the monkey brain and stops. Yeah. That's, you know, that's it's very fake. disturbing. That's well, fake. I'm sure it was, but it was very disturbing. Except like I couldn't continue the Bud Dwyer tape and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I could not real. watch that's that. That's real. I could never watch that. But Faces of Death is fake. Okay, so I, I might watch it. I'm sure you. I might watch it. It'd be interesting. <laughs> be compelling will. television. I gotta say, I'm, I work in television. It would be compelling. It's I would not. Say. It, there's nothing compelling about. I would that. watch it until somebody died, and then it would that would freak me out and be like, okay, I can't watch this anymore. Right, and I don't want to see that. But if somebody doesn't die, they win millions of dollars. I'd be so happy. Oh, eventually somebody's going to die. Well, eventually somebody's going to die. Okay. Yeah. How many rounds would you put in? Million dollars a round, 100 rounds. How many rounds do you put in? You're asking me? I'm asking you. None. I would never play. You No, you're forced to play. I'm forced to play? You're, that's that's Yes. That's you're what forced, that said? Yes. It said you're forced <laughs> to play Russian roulette. One. So you'd put one round in, yep. spin it, and that's hope it. for the best. Yes. Million bucks, you're out. I'm out. That's it? Yep. Okay, well, I would ask you if you'd put them in a row, but you're only going to put one. So I'm only going to put one. Okay. I don't. I like living. I like living. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like to be alive. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm with Sean on this yeah. one. I, I also enjoy life, and uh, uh, putting in anything more than one is stupid. Even when you're forced, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a. Ninety-nine percent chance that you get a million dollars. Right. Like, who wouldn't take that? Right. To I me, would, it's not about the money. I just want to stay alive. Yeah, but your family will get the money if you die. Uh, that that doesn't help me. <laughs> family would get money. Good for them, but I mean, yeah, they'll they'll get money whether I'm dead or alive, anyways. Yeah. No, no. your kids. Are, if you put if you put twenty rounds in, you got an eighty percent chance of getting twenty million dollars. But your family gets a hundred percent chance of getting twenty million dollars. Those odds are not high enough for me to stay alive. I put five rounds in. Wow, in. you're very, five. you're very, you're very well, giving. I'm a gambler. Yeah, I put five rounds in. I've been to Vegas with this guy. But, he does love to gamble. Because here's the thing: if I, if, okay, I got a ninety-five percent chance of getting five million. And if I lose, okay, I lose, I die, okay, that would suck. But my wife and my two kids would get five million bucks. Yeah, see, I know my gambling uh, experiences. I would lose. I would put five in and be dead. I'd be so, dead. Yeah. You, Speaking of Noah's gambling experiences, have you ever told this, <laughs> oh ever told this story this turn on the into podcast this? Uh, of when we were at State Line and Noah put his money on the big on the on the wheel? Yeah, the big the wheel. Big wheel. Oh, I've seen those. You know that? Yeah. Did you ever hear the story about when Noah put his he he was <laughs> miss he was Mister Big Man over here, 
This, this dude. This episode's going to be like three hours long because it's just going to continue to go off the rails. This dude. This is unexpected turn right here. This dude was winning money at the tables. He was ahead. Sure. Right before nice. we rolled into Vegas. He's a pretty good player. I've seen him win at the tables many times. So many times. All, many times. All, all I remember is the dude at the wheel kept referring to him as the gentleman. Is the gentleman <laughs> the from? We were you wearing Why like a red surprised? sox hat. I am a gentleman. You were wearing yeah, sometimes a, uh, like a red sox hat or something. He says is the gentleman what? from Boston or something. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a terrible. Maybe this it was. A, we were like eighteen. Terrible. We yeah. all had Boston Red Sox so, hats. I've never owned a Boston Red Sox <laughs> so, hat. By the way. You're so, a much better man than so, I. So, so, no, so I no, am more lost of, the comic book challenge last month. I'm but still, I, well, I, I would say I'm more of a gentleman because I've never owned a Red Sox hat. So no, like some like some type of big shot takes a small amount of his winnings and puts it on the do- on the dollar wheel right and he says he goes bubba it doesn't matter i'm playing on their money and he goes the guy who's spinning the wheel says excuse me sir i hate to correct you but i would like to remind the gentleman that as he has already won that this is indeed his money <laughs> noah goes Fuck you, dude. It's your money. <laughs> this is the money they use to pay your salary. Spin the wheel. He threw his money out like you. That's not, a good, a, that's big not shot. a good way to go about it. Guess what? He I want to go on record and say, I don't money. remember this he story, but, <laughs> but I'm not denying this he story. He lost well, I believe the money. It. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he lost. Yeah. He lost. They spun the wheel. He lost. That's and bad he was karma. Like, he goes, I don't care. I want enough money, but I don't care. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> I, I can see that. I probably did win enough money. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to take us off. Uh, I didn't mean to take no us worries. off topic there. No, hashtag, right. hashtag ABC, always be chiseling. What was that? <laughs> that's you, know? you, the chiseler. I don't appreciate that <laughs> one bit. That's hurtful. That's, that's, hurt. that's, that's hurtful. hurtful. That's, 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 that's a hard C you're using on me right yeah, there. Hard C Hey, this is supposed to be a scary episode. Yes. Oh, it's scary right now. I'm, I'm scared of what else is going to come out about me. I've already, I've already told a, a dealer off and told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, I'm a little scared, and I'm drinking this. And I've been 30, called a chiseler. And I've been called a chiseler. We're, we're like ten minutes. Well, I think we're like thirty minutes in, and I've already been called oh, a chiseler. But. Oh my god! All right. Well, so uh, well, thank you, Paul, from Schenectady. Oh, and by the way, Paul, just so that for the record, I would put all five bullets in one row. I feel like that gives me a better chance of, of having a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, open spots. Yeah. Rest in peace, Noah. Well, you know what? And again, if I lose, my family gets five. Oh no, he'd win. He'd win. Yeah. He could probably go ten bullets and be good. I yeah. wouldn't go ten. That's that's that's, that's that's dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous. Ten. That's that's dangerous. One is dangerous. Well, one's not dangerous. Come on. Yeah, it is. You gotta live a little. Yeah, I'd probably be the guy that got fucking dead off yeah, one bullet. One, You'd be the dude who got five got. bullets. You're right. good. Five bullets. You're not gonna die. You're gonna be good. Ten. You're you're pushing it. All right. So uh, again, Paul, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in your your question. If you if anyone else out there would like to send in a question, especially after this episode, uh, you can send those to uh, otrpod at gmail.com. Nobody from Florida has e- has mailed us yet. Wait till we, next week. We need some Florida. Wait till listeners. next episode. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. So I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. No panhandles yet. No panhandle questions. <laughs> a Florida man. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's jump to our first segment. 
Okay. Uh, this is our Halloween episode. Yes. And we felt that uh, a good a good Halloween topic is urban legends, urban myths. Uh, Halloween kind of seems to be hand-in-hand hand with that kind of stuff, so sure. we felt like if we would all come up with our own urban legends that we would discuss. So uh, let's go to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... Go Sean this time. Oh Sean? wow! Okay, wow. Why don't Thank you tell you. us what your urban legend is? Let's discuss your so urban legend. This this may be a shameful request for a uh, future bibs, <coughs> but uh, I have a Japanese urban scary legend: the legend of Hanako. Hanako or, or Hanako? Hanako. H A N A K O. Sure, this isn't the Jewish holiday Hanukkah. Hanako-san. Oh is a Japanese urban legend about the ghost of a young girl that's supposed to haunt school toilets. Oh, I heard about this. Opening and closing... Zombie ass? Are we talking zombie Opening and closing doors and scaring anyone who enters the bathroom, knocks on her stall, and calls her name. The viewers can't see this, but maybe if they go to our website, they might be able to in the future. Oh... That's a scary picture coming out of the Terrifying. toilet. Terrifying. Yes. Hanako, the ghost in the toilet, almost achieved the status of a national phenomena in Japanese legend 20 years ago when a wave of stories of ghost sightings swept through the nation's schoolyards. Every child had a Hanako story to tell. The stories, of course, are many and varied, but every school child in Japan at one time or another has stood in dread and anticipation as he or she ventured into the school toilet alone. Ugh. That is my worst fear. Yes. I, I can imagine that. The bubble's going to have nightmares over this. because I suffer yes. from uh, SPS, safe pooping syndrome. Right. As we all know. This, this is, as soon as I saw this, this I'm like... This is my nightmare. This is my urban legend because I, I thought of Bubba as soon as I read this. If somebody came crawling out of the toilet <laughs> while I was taking a dump, that would be some scary shit. This is similar to the legend Literally of, a scary shit. This is similar to the legend of Kashima Reiko, a female ghost without legs who also lives in school bathrooms. She calls out, where are my legs, when people enter the bathroom. Uh. The correct way to answer her varies. In one version, you have to say, Kashima Reiko, K-A equals Carmen, mask, or she, Shinin, dead person, or M-A, Ma, demon. That's what it says. Anyways, yet, yet another version features Aoi Manto or AK or Aka Manto, a male ghost who waits in the last stall in the girls' bathroom. Anyone entering the bathroom hears a voice asking, Which do you prefer, the red paper or the blue paper? Oh, shit. If they pick red, he kills them by slashing their back or neck repeatedly with a blade. To make them look like they're wearing a red cape. If they pick blue, they're killed by hanging. Holy shit. He's known as Akamanto, Oimanto, Aoihantan, Akakami, or Aoikami. Toilets again, Japan? That's the first comments. Toilets. Japan again? This is a, this is a good example of why I'll never go, step foot in the country of Japan. <laughs> 
Well, I want to see another Japanese bibs. We've had the zombie toilet of the dead. I read that and I was like, this is my choice immediately. Bubba will uh, either love or have nightmares about this. That is terrifying. <laughs> I think he's going to have both. <laughs> Nuts. He's gonna have terrifying dreams about the horchata stout and this chick coming out. Hanako, the toilet ghost of Japan. Yes. Phenomena status. That is a. That is a scary myth. That is nuts. Could you imagine sitting on the bowl and having somebody poke their head out while you're sitting on the bowl? Yeah, it depends on what she looks like. Yeah, that's. Uh... Depends on what she looks like. Yeah. Did you just hear that? <laughs> Don't let that go unheard. Did you, just say, did you just say it depends what she looks like? Yeah, I'm just saying. Dude, if somebody... Okay, let's just go on record. If somebody pokes their head out of the toilet while you're taking a dump, I don't think it's going to matter what she looks like. Yeah. You wouldn't pull a $20 bill out of the toilet like two episodes ago. You're going to be happy with some hot chick coming out of your toilet? And what if I haven't dropped the load yet? Then that's okay. You said if what I fish out a twenty dollar low or twenty dollar bill if there was a load in the toilet already. That's she a lives in issue. your toilet. To me, the water's clean until the load hits the water. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Not not oh drink not drink not drinking clean, but it's not it's 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 not that bad. So you would bang a chick that came out of your toilet if she was hot. Oh my god! Oh wow. my god! How much beer have you drank tonight? Wow. <laughs> One barmy and, and a and a little pumpkin bourbon. I'm good. You would bang a chick that came out of your toilet? Well, it depends on what she looks like. Yeah, that's not right. The fact that you would bang any chick that came out of your toilet is scary. Ooh, this is the right episode. <laughs> this is the that's, right episode for that. Yeah, it's scary. Bubba, have you ever been to Midgetown? Uh, yes, I have. You have? Fact. Yes. I did not see anything. Were you drunk there. when you went to when you went to Midgetown? Maybe. Cause, I might have been. Because apparently I did some research on the urban legend of Midget Town. Okay. Are you familiar with this urban legend? Of course. This was all the rage at Bellflower High School. Here here in, in uh, Long Beach, L.A. County, Long Beach, there is a, uh, a myth, an urban legend of the infamous Midget Town. Yes. Uh, basically, people, uh, people believe that when the Wizard of Oz... What? came out in the 30s that uh, all of the midgets the uh, the uh, the actors the the, uh, the little people the little people the uh, what are they what were they the called the little actors the munchkins the munchkins yes. uh, people believe that the munchkins were paid so much money and were so rich and famous that they all bought homes in this one particular area uh, in uh, Long Beach it would make uh, sense. La Linda that, is would, the name of the street in Long Beach. And it would make sense that they would gather together. Yes. Well, it would make sense that they would gather together. I, I agree with that. However, well, let's, we'll get into me debunking this Are you gonna myth. going to debunk this I'm going to debunk this oh. myth, yes. I, I, when I first started doing the research on this urban legend, I was completely 100% in. But after doing some research, I'm, I'm you no You were in? Oh, you thought it was real? Well, I've been there. Oh, so have I. I've been there. Yeah. But it's not real. No. Right. Um, so, basically, they thought everybody, they all bought properties on this Loma Linda and, and built little houses. Loma Linda? No, not Loma Linda. La Linda. La Linda. Okay. So, um, basically, it's this, it's this little area in Long Beach where, supposedly, 
There's an urban legend that it's it's a town of all midget homes, smaller homes that midgets live in, that if you go in there, you'll be attacked by midgets, you'll be shot at by midgets. I never heard the about the attacking or shot oh, at. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, right. I, I just want to say right now that uh, I have actually heard of the midget attacks that take place if you are to actually be brave enough to venture inside the borders of Midget Town. Yes. I have been told by uh, one Vaughn Barker that he had been chased. And uh, this is a... <laughs> Shout out to Vaughn Barker. <laughs> this is a this is a rough quote here. I, as I'm paraphrasing here. But he was chased by a group of midgets who threw brooms at him on the way out. Yes. Yes. And I will go on record, full disclosure here. Oh, oh, oh. Full oh, disclosure. Wow. wow. There was a time where I truly believed... Okay, this is different then, than his statement. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. this, is a, this, yeah. this isn't a he said she, oh. this is me telling okay. you. That there was a time that I believed that I had been shot at by salt, like with like salt pellets by midgets in Midget Town. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go. We need to dig a little deeper into this. Wow, there was a time. So. Let's let's go back to that very first comment. One of the very first comments, and you were drunk when you went to Midget Town. Well, this is this is okay. So, it's me or Noah? No, he asked so, you. But I mean, that's obviously look. People from Bellflower went there to Midget Town. Everybody was drunk. Yes. Nobody has. Okay, so let's so this let, me, is, let me just put it to you this way. I, when I was in high school, I was drunk a lot. Okay, well, we've all heard. <laughs> Me too. We all, we, every, anybody that's lived in Long Beach, Bellflower, Lakewood, in, in that particular sure. general vicinity, right. has heard the myth, the urban legend of the Midget Town. Right. But yet nobody has ever gone to Midget Town sober. No. No. You've never, you never, like, you're never sober and say, let's go on, let's go to, let's go to Midget Town. And I've never seen a midget in Midget Town. Well... Again, I don't know that I've ever seen one either, but I know that I've been there drunk, and I know that when I went there really drunk, uh, for some reason the next day I woke up with the, with the thought in my head that I'd been chased out of Midget Town and shot out with salt pellets. Could have been a grown-sized person shooting at you with salt pellets. I don't know who it was, but I, that was the impression. I, and for the longest time, that was in my head, but I, I'm having second thoughts that that didn't happen. You sure you didn't have a dream about that? Uh, well, I don't know, but, but the bottom line is that this urban legend has been debunked on several occasions. Sure. Numerous occasions. I've, I'm not shocked by that. And yet the urban legend is still out there. Of course. To this day, people still think there is a Midget Town on Lalinda Street in Long Beach. I Be- led an expedition Be- to Midget Town after I got... So, as you are... Born, well, hold on. Are before are- he gets into this long story here, <laughs> I'm going to say, and it's because 16 to 18-year-old kids want to have a reason to get drunk this sentence makes sense to a 16 and 18 year old kid in this area let's get drunk and go to midget town <laughs> well i would i would say I, I would i would change that a little bit i would say that the reason this urban legend is still alive is because 16 to 18 year old kids love to get drunk and when you're drunk let's go to midget let's town. go to midget town right, or, right. did you have you ever what heard do you want to do town? we've got already yeah you're right let's go to midget town you're right because what we got nothing to do there's no parties let's go there's to no party oh no party have no flyer heard, parties have you ever heard of midget let's town? go to midget town have you ever heard of midget town yeah midget town what's midget town yeah and then the urban right. le- and it yeah. just continues right. and then you drive over there 
whatever happens, happens. Again, I don't. I went there a few times. It's like, what do we got to do? Got nothing to do now. Well, let's go to Midget Town. Well, let's go get some wine coolers first. I think, I do believe, I do believe that when I was in this area, I did see a home. That was slightly smaller. I will Doesn't say, that door look too short? Well, I was going to say, I, <laughs> there was a home that was slightly smaller than a normal home. but One home. That doesn't mean... Well, One okay, home. Okay, but that doesn't yeah. mean that there was a Midget Town. I truly do not believe in Midget Town. Midget House turned into Midget Town. But, but <laughs> that is the urban legend. But it, again, anybody that's ever been to Midget Town has been drunk. Yes. Yeah. That but, is a true statement. Okay, now, yeah. Bubba. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is it to, back you are to, the speaker of the you, house now. You, the floor is to you now okay. for your story. What, sorry to interrupt you. So that's okay. I was going to say, do you, do you want me to talk about my uh, experience in Midget Town? Yes. Or do you want me to talk about my urban legend? I want to. I want you to talk about your experience in, in Midget Town. Okay, so Midget Town to me was when. So I don't know if you remember. But I used to work at the uh, Thirty One Flavors on uh, on Woodruff and uh, Alondra. Did Novita work there at the same time? That's no, my first question. I worked there after Novita. Second question. Did yes. you get scooper's wrist while you worked there? I did. You I did? did. I, okay. I had a horrible case <laughs> okay. of scooper's wrist. <laughs> okay. It was the worst. Oh, very good. Uh, I basically had talked my coworkers into going to Midget Town. Okay. And we made a trip, and I'll never forget this guy on the phone to his, explaining to his mom that he wouldn't be home until late because he was going to Midgetland where all the midgets live, and what are we going to do? Oh, no, we're not going to make any trouble. No, no, I just want to go and trip out on their little houses, and then I'm going to come home. <laughs> and his mom is thinking, what kind of drugs is my son on? <laughs> right. Uh, he was long gone by that point. Uh, so, yeah, so I feel that uh, I'm comfortable with the fact that midgets exist. That's they the do live in a house. They live in oh, a Of course they exist, right, right, yes. <laughs> what was that one show where that bald dude went around the world to different places? They just sent him everywhere and made him do stuff. An Idiot Abroad? Yes. Yeah. And then he found, like, a little midget community. Did he really? Yes. I haven't seen that episode. Yeah. I've yeah, seen a lot of them. Yeah, he found a midget community. An Idiot Abroad, there was a midget community, and they put on a little show... And then they had these houses that they lived in, and everybody they hung out after the show. People would go back and hang out with the midgets. And, I saw in their saw, little town. I saw the episodes of that Idiot is the midget town with uh, Warwick Davis. Okay. Is that the one with Warwick? I don't remember which one. I don't remember. He was Warwick the dwarf. Davis. He was the dwarf that was in uh, Return of the Jedi. The play. It's the possible Ewok. then. It's possible then. That was the one. So. We've talked about Midget Town. Yes. I'm going to debunk Midget Town real quick, and then we'll move on to Bubba's okay. urban legend. But basically, there's no such thing as, as Midget Town. The Munchkins, as famous as they may or may not be today, because we love Wizard of Oz. It's a classic movie. We do? Well, it's classic. Come on. You, whether you Wizard like it. Come, come on. on. Everybody loves Wizard of Oz. Don't be a downer. Don't be Debbie Downer. Everybody no. loves the Wizard of Oz. It airs every year. Everybody loves the Wizard of Oz. But I don't watch it every year. The point is the midgets, or I'm sorry, the munchkins, they only made, love it. They made about $50 a week. Yeah, They right. weren't buying homes yeah, in Los no. Angeles. They were right. making their money and flying back to whatever podunk sure. town in the Midwest they were living in. Sure. There's no such thing as Midget Town. No matter how drunk you get, no matter how much LSD or other hallucinogenics you may or may not do. Right. Uh, oh, now are people dropping acid going to Midget Town? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. 
Um, okay, so Baba, you're yes. urban legend. <laughs> oh my God! All this talk about so uh, we've had the toilet, the toilet, the, the toilet demigod, and Midgetown. I thought Hanako was was great. That is a great, is a great urban legend. But let me tell you something. As long as we're on the topic of Long Beach, this is another Long Beach based tale. Oh, nice. The Chupacabra? No. Oh. I am going to talk about the case of the New Pike Mummy. The New Pike Mummy? Yes. Now, you guys know where the pike is, right? In Very familiar with the pike. Yes. Okay, so for our listeners who may not be actually in Southern California at the, at the moment, uh, the like, pike... Like Paul from Schenectady, New York? Susan Correct. from Manitoba? Correct. <laughs> Julia from Green Bay? Any of those places. Evan from Goodyear? Good <laughs> so... Oh, and Rich Traba from Corona. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Pike is a amusement park in Long Beach. It was a uh, there was a pier, the Long Beach Pier. They had what uh, was essentially like a Coney Island right. style amusement park. Yes, that's exactly from like what it was. 1903 to like the late 60s, and this was an area that was uh, filled with sailors. True story. Yes. My dad. Correct. Got his first tattoo at the Pike. Yes. Nice. I think True we, story. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Nice. Uh, yeah, so the Pike was an area of much hustle and bustle. Lots going uh, on at the Pike. There was a lot of stuff going on. There they closed a, it down. There was an amusement park, you know, Ferris the wheels, roller coasters and whatnot. Um, there was a, what they refer to as a scary dark ride. And oh. the scary dark ride is essentially like a... It's like Disneyland adjacent. You go into a little, you know, two-seater car with a, a girl, right? And you go through the ride, or, and you or see, a guy. Let's 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 reach out to our LGBT hey, I am, community here. I am open-minded as all. Well, I would anybody. never go in with a guy. But, uh, I'm, you right. know, I'm not going on there with guys. I go in with Mark Merrill. I won't judge anybody. If he's not black. I won't because he's oh, not a guy. Oh my god. So I won't judge anybody. So basically, people are going on this dark ride. There's like, um, you know, monsters that pop out and right. ghosts and things like right. that. But it's just a, it's just a, a really rudimentary, yeah, carny cheesy, dark yeah, ride. cheesy haunted mansion. Right. So during the '60s, the Pike closes down, and in 1976, a TV crew that is in there to film an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man. And the pike is still there. The pike is the pike is still there. In fact, the pike has been open throughout the seventies and has been a filming location for movies, television, sure. all these right. other things that want to use a amusement park. Yeah, filming like they're on the east coast or on an amusement park, like Coney Island. Right, or right, right, yeah. right. So they are filming an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man, and a a. <laughs> the set designer or somebody who's basically whose job it is to set up for the day's shooting goes into the dark ride where they're filming right. and knocks over a wax dummy Uh-oh. that is in there and the dummy is hanging on a noose in this haunted house, this dark haunted house ride. And when the wax dummy falls off of the noose when he knocks it over... A bone is sticking out, and human tissue is visible out of this this wax figure. Immediately, the police are called. Well, 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 so they're saying it was it appeared to be a wax figure. Yes. And a human was covered in wax to look like a wax figure. Correct. Okay. Yes, that is exactly what they said. So 
this mummy or this wax corpse or these human remains was given to the L.A. County coroner who inspected it and over a period of a couple of weeks actually identified the body with, as... With dental records. As, yes. As Paul from Schenectady yes. in New York. <laughs> he identified it as uh, Pete Best from Liverpool, England. <laughs> um, so, Cousin Oliver. Oh, God. This body was identified as Elmer McCurdy, who was a... That's a name. A very bad... Uh, safe cracker and train robber from the 1800s. Oh, so, so somebody in the local mob, was, he, he did a bad job. He, he, he fucked was, up and the local mob was, got to him. He, he was identified been, as Elmer McCurdy from Florida, an avid listener of Off the Rails podcast <laughs> who will be sending in a mailbag question next month. He had been shot in the chest. Mm. Okay. Good. So this, this is good. I need the empirical evidence yes, to make a judgment. He had been he had he had died from a gunshot wound in the chest. That was determined to be his cause of death. Yes. He had been dead for nearly a hundred years by wow. the time they had brought him in. Wow. And, so and the wax kept the smell out. Yeah. And so, kept his body in so perfect so, condition, apparently. So, so the so no, I'm just getting back scientifically. The body wouldn't break down that wax. The body decaying would not break down the wax. Uh, the, this is an urban myth. I know, so, I know, so I know. you should be That's careful. Something. So don't debunk the myth yeah. yet. This, okay. this, this had basically facts about this have spread out as an urban myth, but I can tell you that this is actually indeed true. Wow, actually, it ended up being true. The, so the preservative properties of wax are amazing, right? There were still tissue so and bone. So when I die, put me in wax. Uh, yeah. There was still tissue decay, and bone apparently. over this don't, guy. Don't put me you in won't cryon, decay. cryon therapy. Put me okay. in wax. So if you want to know what this guy's life was like, and, uh, this put guy... Put your brain in cryotherapy. Okay. And then we can put it back in. Well, you put put your flesh in wax, and then we can crack you back open and well, put no, your just brain put my back brain in. On, just put my brain on ice, and right. I don't care about my body. So right. Put me in a good body. In the early 1900s. Mark Merrill. We'll... Yeah, we'll wax Mark Merrill's body yeah, and put you, you in there. In there September 1911, McCurdy and two other men robbed the Citizens Bank in Chautauqua, Kansas. After spending two hours breaking through the bank wall with a hammer, McCurdy placed a nitroglycerin charge. With a hammer? Yes. How long did that take? Well, they just broke through the wall. With a hammer? Yes. How big was the hammer? I do not I know. I mean, if you're talking a ball-peen hammer, that would take forever. McCurdy placed a nitroglycerin charge. Yeah. He placed a nitro, well, he, nitroglycerin charge around the door of the bank's outer vault. Okay. The blast blew the vault door through the bank, destroying the interior. <laughs> this is a guy that who, who had basically broken in and stole a safe, but due to the explosives that he was using to blow up the safe door, he had melted all of the silver coins inside to the frame of the safe. Nice. He was not a very good I think robber. they were missing the word sledge in front of the word hammer, though. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically robbed a train in Oklahoma, and they had heard that it the train had contained $400,000 in cash that was a royalty payment to the Osage Nation. We were into paying off the uh, engines at that, at, at that point right. in history. Sure. So um, McCurdy and his men mistakenly stopped a passenger train instead the men were able to steal only $46 from the mail clerk and two demijohns of whiskey. 
What a demi? How much is a yeah, demi John? Yeah, what's a demi John? A demi John. Now is, I'm curious. Now here we go. We're all going to Google. This is everybody what, go to Google together. This is a demi John. Oh, it's a jug. It's a jug. It's a jug. It's a jug of whiskey. So he's basically Wait, is that the bottom or the top? That's the that's the whiskey. That's the jug of whiskey. The jug of whiskey. Okay. This one. Go back to the that top green thing. Jug. Looks like a big five gallon jug. It yeah, is a five yeah. gallon. Glass, yeah. ca- glass carboy acting carboy. It's a carboy fermentation vessel. Right, carboy is what I use. But look when at I that green beer. one. So is it a carboy or is it a jug? No, look okay. at that green. Difference. Look at that green one. Show no the green. Car- Did you see the carboy, green one? Well, I saw the green one. Demi John or That's Jimmy a John? A Jimmy John is, is a rigid container with a typical capacity of twenty to sixty liters. Five to sixteen U.S. gallons. Oh, so Fuck a five-gallon yeah. carboy. Okay, I have a carboy. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of whiskey. I own a, what'd you call it? A demijohn. Yes. I own a demijohn. So what's the difference between a demijohn and a Jimmy John? Dude, we could go rob a bank. I yes. think that's. The, I think that's the more important. And right and and did Jimmy John sausage get its name from a Jimmy John? <laughs> yes, I'm going on the record. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> McCurdy Family was, ties is my answer. McCurdy, <laughs> McCurdy was disappointed by the haul and returned to Rivard's ranch McCurdy. on October Damn 6th Irish. where he began drinking the demijohns of whiskey he What's stole. What's this guy's name again? Uh, McCurdy. He's Irish. Uh, Elmer McCurdy. I have a feeling Elmer McCurdy will be sending in a letter to Off the Rails podcast. So Elmer McCurdy was, <laughs> the, he was caught up with by the feds. They shot him full of lead, killed him. And his body was never And then never the feds claimed. put him in wax? Well, what happened wow. was the funeral home where they sent him, they encased him, they embalmed him. Right, sure. And put him on display as the famous outlaw, Elmer McCurdy. Now, oh. here's, the th- here's, where his, here's where his life ends and his life in show business begins. Yeah, dude, this he, guy. This guy had a life. <laughs> Okay, this guy so was... you're saying that he wouldn't be qualified to be on the Pete Best Memorial Mount Rushmore. Oh, he's... Because he actually had a, had a career. <laughs> yes. His career <laughs> yes. was... Yes. His career was being on display as a dead body. So... <laughs> First as McCurdy. Correct. So... And then as mummy number five. Right. In the dark ride. <laughs> so basically right. what ended up happening was the, uh, the, un- the mortician who, who had embalmed his body... Had basically said, I'm out this money for embalming the body. Nobody's come to claim it. He put the body on display and charged people a nickel to look at it. Smart at guy. At that point, smart guy. he had, was approached by a couple of people who had a traveling show who wanted to buy the body so they could display it. He was displayed as the body of an outlaw, as the body of a heroin addict, they had like 20 different stories to go along with this guy. Everyone was. And that guy that put that body on display to get his money back, at that time, I would say that wasn't over. That's over at that time. That guy doing that. His, that's not hard garbage? That's not hard garbage. That's yeah, over. He, that's, he, that's a smart dude. He was. Cert- he's, not, he's not like taking his $800 back and going away. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. He I love was, that we're throwing references to our last episode. That's love right. It. He was certainly over. So here's what the body looked like. This is from the Wikipedia page. That's what pictures of this. Oh shit! That body's in great condition. Yeah. So they coated him in wax, and and put him into storage. Now the original mortician died, and basically had this body in a warehouse with a bunch of other. Did the mortician have himself waxed? No, he did not. 
And what's okay. funny is is that he never left any instructions to anybody as to what to do with the body because it was just embalmed and then encased in wax. Right, and they were going, what the fuck are we going to do with this body now? Right. Later on, as he comes out of storage, he's sold to this traveling carnival who puts him in a hangman's noose and puts him in the dark ride in a ride that eventually ends up at the Long Beach Pike. And they're, and, and they're going, they're having an inside joke knowing this is a real dead body. They have no idea that it is a dead body. Oh, they didn't they know? They had no idea. So they basically wow, put I it out there know. with the idea of like, oh, look, we have all these morticians stuff. Let's use them as props in this haunted house. And when they put the dead body up, they had no idea it was a real dead body that they were putting in a noose. Wow. And it was not found at that point. It was probably the 1930s. So and they he was in the ride. In so the they just assume when they bought it, the, the mortician has this, and this is I'm so good. This is how I can make a body look. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when when they put him in the pike, they had no idea that it was an actual legit dead body. Wow. He was like I said. Now going back to the beginning of our story, he That's was discovered in the shit. 1970s by a film crew. It was determined to be a dead body. He was identified by the coroner, and that's the name of that tune. But that's some crazy shit. It man. is a crazy that, ass story. That is the uh, that's the best urban legend of that's tonight's a, show. That's a hashtag Bibbs <laughs> urban a, legend. But, yes. But this whole time that you've been telling this great story, right? I can't get it off of my mind that Sean would bang somebody that came out of his toilet. <laughs> It depends. <laughs> that's still well. That's still in the back of my mind that, that Sean would bang somebody there, that came there, out of his door in the but water. But there, but there, I mean, that's this is, this is preload drop. This is preload pre-load drop. Preload drop. Yeah. Yes. There's, well, there's, is, there's a drop. Preload right. drop. In, in right. Sean's defense, it is preload drop. Yes. So. Yes. Well, woo, there's your urban <laughs> very legends. Scary. Very scary. Very how, scary. How do you find this shit, dude? Uh, How do you fucking find that? That That's was an actually, urban legend. <laughs> I, looked, I never heard of I that. I scoured ever. urban legends through Google and come n- nothing near that. That's it's just a very, crazy. It's a very scary tale. And in fact, I was torn whether to whether to tell that story or to tell the story about the government's uh, testing of uh, Project MK Ultra. Uh, oh, well, I'm going to save that. Save one. that till next year. We'll save that. Just, Till next Halloween. Just remember, when you take your deuce on Monday morning at work. <laughs> and you use your warm toilet paper. I will, Hashtag Hanako. I, remember I will, Hanako. I will put it to Go you this Go with way. the blue, not the red. Never forget Hanako. Bubba, are you ready <laughs> yes. for some Halloween true or false? Yes. Are you ready for Hashtag Bibs? Yes. Well, go fuck yourself. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll do God both those it. things. God damn it. So you. we'll be back after this. Strength cast is real gamers, nerds who have gamed their entire lives, beings who exploded from American vaginas, with dice in one hand, a breast in the other, and a glow of bits in their eyes. These are the men and women who close their eyes at dawn. This is Strengthcast. So visit strengthingaming.com and subscribe to STRcast. <laughs> Greetings, my minions. This is Skeletor. You're listening to Off the Rails Podcast with Noah, Sean, and Bubba. 
Carlos. Thank you, Skeletor, for bringing us back in. <laughs> we uh, we always appreciate. It. We, by the way, uh, Nuke the Fridge Con is coming up here uh, next month. Yes. And we are going. Are we? Yeah. Yes. All right. God damn it! Nuke yes. Nuke the Fridge Con. Nuke the Fridge Con. We went last year. That's the con we went Did to we? last year. Yes. I'm very excited because you know who's going to be there this year. Billy oh, D. Oh, Williams and really? Roy Deep, and we are going to get. We're going to talk to both of them. Yeah. Even if I have to pay fifty dollars to each of them, okay. I'm going to talk to them. Yeah. Billy D. I, I, no, we'll we'll go up there. We need two drops. Michelle Nichols. Oh God, you're right. Yes. Oh, okay. Dude, this so is going to be great. We are Star going. Trek? Okay. So we are we'll, going to so we'll go 50-50-50, but anyways, I need a Deep Roy drop. Okay. And I need the fucking showdown between him and fucking, what was the base, the baseball guy? The baseball. From Eastbound East and Down? Yes. I need the showdown between Deep Roy, and we need to rewrite that. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Bubba, I'll leave Bubba. He's our, you he's our rewrite, You rewrite it, and me and Deep Roy will square off. <laughs> I got I well, Yes. So, I got I to find the original scene. And let, oh, oh, my God. I was in tears. When Nuke he, the Fridge I was in tears. It's coming next month, and we will be there. We will be recording a podcast. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but we are going to do it because I'm excited about it. Billy D. Williams, Deep Roy. Oh, I need Deep Roy in my life. And, that guy's uh, amazing. It's going to be a great time. So I laugh so my check ass that off. out in a couple weeks. We will be there. Unless you're a Canadian, he would be called Deep Wah. Deep Wah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Sean, you like games. I do love games. And you love Halloween. No, not so much. Oh. oh. Okay, well, would you like to play a Halloween true or false game? For you, I will. Okay, good. That's the good, that is a good answer. <laughs> All right, good. so the segment is saved. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. Okay, so basically what I've done here is we have I have seven questions. They are true false questions. So you can answer true or false. Uh, and I have seven questions and I also have a tiebreaker. Okay. So if we get, if we are tied after seven questions, I do have a way to break the tie. We can't be tied after seven. Well, I guess we you could be could, seven because to seven. You could tie on it could a, be seven you to both, seven. You well. could both agree, true or right, false. Right. So, yes, I have a tiebreaker in case we need it. Okay. All right. Halloween, true, false game. Here we go. Question number one. And I'm going to go to Sean first. We'll go, on, we'll, we'll go oh, Sean first. He's putting me up against the eight ball again. There you go. Okay. The Michael Myers mask. Yes. From the original Halloween movie. Okay was actually a Robert Redford mask painted white. True or false? Robert Redford. I want to say true. Sean Taylor goes on record saying true. Bubba? Uh, that is patently false, Noah. The <laughs> Michael Me- false. The Michael Myers mask <laughs> he is knows actually the a William Shatner from Star Trek. That is why white. I went to that's why I went to you first cuz I knew he would know the answer to that one. Shenanigans. So, <laughs> shenanigans. That is correct. These Once. games these games have become rigged. No, this that was that was I the was easy. winning too many games and <laughs> now they're rigged. <laughs> that was that was the easiest question. That's why I put oh, it first cuz I, I had a feeling I had a feeling a resident movie. We should let him answer first. Well, because I didn't want him to. You don't want me to say, yeah, I'm going right. to agree with Bubba. One, <laughs> one nothing, Bubba. That is true. It was. They, they were on a tight budget, and when they went to the to the store to buy a mask right. for Michael Myers, they said, "Oh, Shatner, we could, huh? could paint this this Captain Kirk mask white. It'll be good." And and that is what it became. And 
By the way, when William I just Shatner, want to go on record, that mask was like nobody, so that was just a pure guess on my Shatner, part. Shatner, when, when, when he initially... That did not look like William Shatner, that mask. Well, because it was painted white. It was painted white. It had nothing to do with it. Right. It was like but, a shapeless mask, when, almost. But here's... Let's go on record. William Shatner was honored when he realized and found out that that was, in mm. fact, his mask. He's honored every time he's on camera. He's fucking <laughs> exploding. Question number two. Yes. We'll go to you first, Bubba. Okay. It was once customary to have to dance for your trick or treat. Oh. True or false? Oh boy, that sounds very old timey. Yes. Um, old timey. You know what? Uh, that sounds just crazy enough to be true. Okay, Bubba, you say true. Yeah, it's fucking true. Jesus Christ, I'm still down by a point. <laughs> Either way. Well, that was, it is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was a European, a European tradition called mumming or guising in which costume wearing participants would go door to door performing choreographed dance acts. Right. And the pedophiles would say, dance bitch if you want some candy. For money or candy. (laughs) And then we in America turn that into trick or treating. Two to one. Bubba is in the lead. Bullshit. Question number three. Halloween is the second most commercial American holiday of the year. Define the word commercial. Are you talking dollars? Talking dollars. False. Bubba. You know what? I gotta say that I think that Halloween has got to generate more money than Easter. I'm gonna say it's true. Fourth of July. Okay, so Bubba, you say true? I say true. And Fourth Sean, you of say Ju- false. False. Fourth of July is my reasoning. Do you know what number one is? Christmas, obviously. Okay, yes. Obviously. That's right. exactly right. right. Obviously, Christmas is number one. Bubba, you are winning three to one. Oh my god. Halloween is <laughs> Candy? the second. The second most commercial holiday with an average of 90 million pounds of chocolate sold. Oh, Jesus. $2 billion annually spent on Halloween between candy, costumes. You're not thinking costumes, decorations, and candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. Second highest. Okay. After Christmas, obviously Christmas. Right, right. It's three to one, Bubba. You're you're knocking this one out of the park, Bubba. Yeah, you're crushing me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You're you're a good quiz guy. I don't ever want to go against you, Bubba. Yes, sir. In Alabama, it is illegal to dress up as a sexy nurse. True or false? <laughs> wow. Um, that you know what? That sounds crazy enough to be true, but. I don't know if I believe it to be true or not. Um, I'm going to say that's false. Sean? Fuck. I'm going to say true because I need to gain points. I need to come back. I think it's false, but I'm going to go true. You should have went with your instinct. It is false. Yeah. However, it is illegal in Alabama... According to Section 13A, 14-4, to fraudulently pretend to be a clergyman. Wow. So you cannot dress up as a priest in Alabama. Wow. Well. But you can dress up 
as a sexy nurse. So your old favorite standby costume of pregnant nun would not go over. Anything. Pregnant nun? Mm, it's going to be frowned upon. You're going to be fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> pregnant nun. That's uh, awesome. It's four to one. This Get, this competition is not it, turning out. It's, o- it's over, it, right? Well, you could still tie. You could still. It? You could. There's four. There's one, two. Yeah, there's three questions left. So you could tie him. Okay. If you get all three right and he misses, uh, something tells me we're not going to need the tiebreaker. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, Unfortunately. I don't think so. I hate Halloween. <laughs> this, I think that's the moral of this story is you hate Halloween. Yeah, I, don't, I know nothing about it. Sean. Yes. Actually, no. You know what? Bubba. Yes. Halloween is more Irish than St. Patrick's Day. True or false? Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, Halloween is more Irish then St. Patrick's Day. Well, St. Patrick was an Irishman, but... Was uh, he? I believe he was. <laughs> you should say false to keep the game going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to say false. Oh, false. Wow. Okay. Sean, what do you think? I guess I'll say true. Okay, well, as luck would have it... <laughs> Halloween is, in fact, more Irish than St. Patrick's Day. Because St. Patrick is not Irish. Halloween was actually invented or created by the Celtic religion. It's a festival for the dead called the Samhain. The Celts believe the ghosts of the dead roam the earth on this holiday. The Irish Celts were the ones who invented jack-o'-lanterns. They invented a lot of the traditions. The Halloween prototype was eventually disrupted and adopted by Christians. Yes. And they made the celebrations that we see today. A lot of Irish dudes named Jack. And Everybody's a Jack. St. Patrick, Patrick was, in fact, not Irish. Exactly. He was not Irish. Right. Wow. But in the late, in the, in the 1870s is when, here in America, they took that holiday of St. Patrick's Day, right. turned it into an Irish holiday. and What was he, British? I believe he was Scottish. Scottish. So your man OG Tay is not Irish. He is Scottish. <laughs> okay, we have two questions left. It is four to two. Okay. I'm going to go to Bubba again because if I go to you, he can answer what you say. And Whatever. So That's we're going to go to Bubba. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, well, I'm giving you a chance. I Sh- would like to get to this tiebreaker because this yeah. tiebreaker is a real doozy. Yeah, shenanigans. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Bubba. Yes. Candy corn. Yes. You're familiar with candy corn? Yes. Of course. Very popular Halloween treat. Two yes. forms. Two forms. Right. Jelly bellies. Are you familiar with jelly bellies? Of course. I am not. I've taken Jelly the, belly? Jelly belly? The, jelly uh, beans? I've taken the two. I don't eat jelly beans. But you're not familiar with jelly bellies? I never... I don't know what jelly bellies okay. are. Are they jelly beans? Yes. yes. I don't like jelly beans. Okay. Bubba. Uh, I like jelly, I like candy corn though. The Jelly Belly Candy Company invented the candy corn. Mm. True or false? Oh, I don't think that's right. I'm gonna that that doesn't sound right to me. I have actually taken the Jelly Belly tour, which I recommend oh, to God. all who visit the uh, <laughs> what? in Northern California. I've actually I've this no, game I, is over. I've been to the uh, Jelly Belly factory that they have. It's up in, in near uh, just north of San Francisco. It is a lot of fun. I don't remember hearing anything about candy corn, so I'm going to say I have false. to answer the opposite to stay alive, correct? That is correct. So I will answer the opposite, even though I believe Bubba is correct. 
Sean, you are still alive. Oh, man. Oh, whoa. Wow. Nice. Candy corn was invented in 1890 nice. by the Herman Golitz Confectionery Company, now known as the Jelly Belly Candy Corporation. Wow. No shit. Candy corn has been wildly popular. Two variations of candy corn, by the way. Confectionery sugar yeah. and marshmallow is how they make. You got candy that little corn. brown bottom sometimes. Wow. That's candy the corn. Un- and, and I'll go not the most popular version, but you got a little brown on the bottom. I will sometimes. go on record as saying that the I chocolate. do enjoy. A good candy corn. Oh, I love candy corn. Right, candy yeah. corn is very good. All right, yeah. by me. Yeah. All right, it's four to three. All right. We've made a game of this. Thank you, Noah. You're welcome. <laughs> Bubba. Yes. You are ahead. Okay. So I have to come to you first. Okay. It's only fair. All right. At least three cases of poisoned or tainted candy are reported in the U.S. each year. At least three. At least three cases of poisoned or tainted candy are reported in the U.S. each year. True or false? Now, that's bullshit. Uh, that's, I, the thing about, like, razor blades and apples and uh, poison candies and whatnot, I thought was always just an urban myth. So I'm going to say that is false. I want to say true. I have to say true. And I actually believe that is true. Okay, well, uh, that's good. That's good that you actually believe that that's true. I like that. You're not just going true. Right. I like that. That's good. You're wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, it is, in fact, an urban wow. legend. Three. Yes. No more than three. There have only been since 1970. This was the true. This was wow. going to. This was going to be the tiebreaker wow. question. By the way. Wow. How many reported deaths have there been since 1970? Or reported deaths. How many reported deaths from Halloween candy have there been since 1970? Zero. One. One. The answer is two. Uh. Both of the incidents were tainted candy, and both incidences, the candy was tainted by... Rat poison. Family members. With... Rat poison. Uh, no, not rat poison. Uh, no, not rat poison. In 1970, a boy died of a heroin overdose. Damn, dude. Yes, the They're investigations. Fucking, fucking heroin in well, the fucking candy. Here's Jesus what happened. Here's, here, here's what happened. He was saving it for later, and the kid <laughs> got to it. it. It ultimately came back that the kid died. Found heroin in his home that was heroin from his parents, and the parents tried to cover it up. By putting heroin in the candy that the kid ate. So technically, the kid never died of heroin. Or, or candy. The kid died of heroin he died of because her- but of it the wasn't, parents. It was because the parents were negligent and just left their heroin laying around the house. Not because he How ate How did candy. he get the heroin in his body? He licked it? Well, he found heroin. found a bag of he heroin did, in the house. He didn't eject it. He just ate it? No, he just found a bag of heroin and, and put it in his mouth or whatever. The the other Kids death put shit in their mouths all the time. That's it's true. Distressing. The other yeah. death was in 1974. <laughs> yes, Timothy O'Brien died after eating a pixie stick. Remember pixie sticks? Oh, I, yeah, I still eat them. Well, to this day. Well, be careful because he died oh, of eating I a pixie stick be. that his father had laced with cyanide no, to he... collect an insurance policy on the child. Fuck. Now that I had actually seen, there's a documentary on Netflix about that. He so remembers that. Jesus. There are two deaths since 1970. <laughs> How do you fucking know that. Since 1970, there have only I been two. Docu- I watched a documentary. Two deaths. I would watch that and forget about it, though. 
How do you remember that? Holy cow. So, I've got no brain cells left. It's a apparently. blessing and a curse. Yes. So when you let your kids go Halloween trick-or-treating and they get a big bag of candy, just let them eat it. You don't have to worry about I it. I used to have a great memory, and then I somehow took heroin. And it's gone. You just took heroin? Yeah. Even, somehow. Yeah, yeah never it done. It wasn't in your Halloween candy. Never though. done heroin, but my memory's gone. Holy cow. How do you remember that? Yeah. Bubba, Jesus you Christ. are the victor of the Halloween True or false game? I'm shocked. I'm not shocked. I know you're not. <laughs> he's a pretty smart guy. I know he's very smart. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of stupid shit. It's no ball player or porn star, but you know. Exactly. I need. I need a ball player or porn star. I'm trying here. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to give out. I'm trying to even the field. Trying you're trying to, to even good, the wins out. I'm trying to give a good quiz here. Yes. You know. It was a good quiz. Right. It was good. Uh, Sean. Yes, sir. Uh, what's your favorite? segment of our podcast well it, I haven't been shy about this no you haven't but I love the hashtag bibs I love the movie segments that, that uh, Brian Bubba Acevedo throws up here <laughs> they're very fantastic all of them have been well except maybe a couple like Oogie Loves you keep going back to Oogie Loves. That was, that, was, that was like, yeah, this is this is not a kid show. So that was a miss. Yeah, that was that, that was a. Str- oh, I love Oogie Loves. A st- well, ooh 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 ooh. I'll never hear the end of that. Yeah, that's not funny. Yeah, that's not funny. But what's your <laughs> least favorite holiday? Well, we know it's Halloween. So this is going to be a conflicted segment because we have our Halloween hashtag bibs. Right now, I trust my man. Sleep away. I trust. Camp. I trust my man over here, <laughs> Bubba. I, I've got full trust in this man. I think he can come through. Sleep away, camp. Uh, so I want to go on record as saying I have three pages of chronological notes for sleep away camp. <laughs> I have. I took a lot of notes. The uh, ramblings of a. Well. I drank. I drank three Crown and Cokes before I watched this movie, and Good. I just literally. Free thinking. Whenever I was watching the movie, whenever something came in my mind, I wrote a note. I'm so glad you guys. I'm glad you guys took notes because I just watched this movie today. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I have no notes, <laughs> so it's fresh in my so mind. So you're only I, gonna remember so, one thing. I will. So, I will remember it. Spoiler tonight. alert. No. Dong, <laughs> dong, 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 dong. No, Sean no. will ch- ch- chime in. I will. In the last I, 30 I remember seconds. a lot of it because it happened today. But right. tomorrow, no. Nothing. It's dong, da dong, dong, dong. That was terrible. <laughs> Let's not uh, before so we get spoiler into spoiler. Before we get into spoilers, uh, so Sleepaway Camp. Yes. This is a slasher movie, a serial killer movie, as was uh, the fashion at the time uh, in the early 1980s. Uh, this film was released in 1983. Was Mike Kellen's final film? Uh, yeah. And uh, I, <laughs> Mike Kellen. Never heard of him. Uh, Ellen Keller? No, Mike Kellen. No, he, Mike played, Kellen. he played the camp owner. Yes, Mel, the old Mel. Man. I Mel. recognize that guy. Now, I did too, and that's yes. why I looked him up okay. to find out who he was. Mike Kellen, his final film. Interestingly enough, <laughs> check. First note, check. His final film, but what other films was he in? He was in an episode of Twilight Zone. Dude, you know what the funny thing was? I recognize the you guy. You know what the funny thing was? I recognized him too, and so I thought, "Oh, I'm gonna go look and see what movies he's been in." 
None. I didn't recognize any. He's been in like 40 films. Right. Didn't recognize any of them. Right. He was in He's an one of these actors that you just happen to, you recognize him. Yeah. yeah. He's an extra. He's never been in anything, He's but yeah. you just right. recognize yeah. him. Yeah. More, more about Dirty Old Mel later, but. Uh, yes, he was, I, well, I have a few more he, notes on he, Mel. He Very was, disturbing when, on he, that regard. He was a. Uh, By the way, I barred your pen, sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. We're all good. I'm just checking off my notes. He, uh, he was actually in an episode of Twilight Zone. Uh, he was an old man. Picture, he, if you will. He, he died. had the bulbous alcoholic nose, by the way. He died of lung cancer. Is my cancer. nose going to keep growing? If you keep drinking, yes, your nose will get big. He had lung it's cancer already big. and died. <laughs> he died before the film was released. He so, did? Yes. Of what? He I did didn't not know live, that. He did what? not live to see the... He died of uh, lung cancer. Mm. Uh, you might notice in this film he has uh, a lot of scenes with him and a cigar. Yeah, and he was very obvious from his voice. A very shout out to Icon maker. Beverages and cigars and cigars. <laughs> Go tell him Bubba sent you. Maybe we shouldn't have that. Cigar Go tell tasting. him Mike Kellen sent Maybe you. Maybe we should not have oh, a cigar God. tasting. So I just want to start this movie off by saying this is the only bibs that I can recall that even the dedication made me want to write notes, which says, <laughs> yes. "Wow, this was well, in fun in fun memory of mom and a doer. doer and doer." doer. I saw the doer. What the fuck like, is that? Ma, no, I think it was mom, comma, doer. Would that, you? That mom is a doer. Would you? That she gets it done. If you that's made how this, I took it. If you made this movie, would you dedicate it to your mom? Yes. <laughs> I think yes too. I yes. think yes too. I, that's very sure, sad. Sure, why not? That's very sad. I mean, if it, no, I mean, if you were able to make a movie at any point, any period, she supported you, right? You dedicate to your mom. She is a doer, right? Uh, so before we get into, like I said, this is a slasher movie. This takes place at a summer camp. Yes, you kind of know what you're getting into when right. you when you see this. But I want to talk about the cold open for a second. The cold open. So when so when the movie starts, right? You have the man in the boat and the man and his two kids in yes. the boat. You remember this part? Yes, of course. Okay, so what did you think about the performance of when? So they get hit. There's a a, a motorboat and a skier, right? And this skier gives an unfathomably good performance. In that she is screaming, oh, she is howling like somebody a banshee. Them. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So the cold open in the lake happens right. when the dad, the dad and the kids fall into the water out of the boat. Right. Right. Do you remember right. this? Yes. And the, the dad, and the dad calls the kids schemers. He said those kids are, are right. I mean, they you, they, you, they, you they did. Schemers. They were they were playing around. There was a little horseplay. They were I, a real a question, couple of schemers. Though, right. But. but have you ever called your kids fellas? No. Because he calls his kids fellas. I have called my kids a couple of schemers before. I've never called my kids fellas. No. He says, come on, fellas. I never do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Fellas. So when they're in... Check mark. I, I when always call them worse than that. When they're in the water, they get always run over. Always worse than that. They get run over by the boat and fellas the skier. Fellas is too soft. And... Call your kids. <laughs> schemers. And the... That's too soft. So the hard <laughs> the, the the father is killed and one of the kids is killed. Yes. Okay. And clearly, the female is killed. Well, let's let's don't spoil anything. Let's get to get well, moving no, let's, to this. Let's okay. I think we need to make a mention of this. 
Okay, I, I want to go on record as I wrote, because again, I stream of consciousness. I was just writing right. notes as the movie went right. on. Exactly. So my notes are, I, I don't know what, I, when I wrote these notes, I have no idea what's going on. Exactly. But at this point in the movie, I wrote, clearly the boy survives bad continuity because the next scene, the girl survives. So I was under the impression right. bad continuity. Like, right. It was just a bad camera angle. They just made a mistake. I agree. Okay. The girl so survived. We'll, we'll not get the boy. back. We'll we'll get back to Angela in a moment. Yes, Angela. So, the Angela, Angela. The angel. Angela yeah. it must be an angel. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Come on now, man, hands. So, <laughs> That's so, my wife. Oh my god, I I, I got to digress because <laughs> we're halfway through the movie and you and I saw this yes. from the beginning and we're like an hour and a half in. And she goes, those look like man hands. The mom has man hands. <laughs> so the, well, the mom yes. is a different story. So you're talking about the uh, Ricky's mom. Ricky's mom. Right. Cousin of Angela. She is very. The survivor. She is very crazy. And she's very manly. Yes. She has a very weird cadence to her voice. And I'm sending you to camp. Well, she's, and won't well, you she's, like the blah, She's blah, blah, obviously portraying no. a crazy person. A, and lunatic, I'm not, a yes. lunatic. But I'm not speaking about her mad hands. I'm speaking about a killing later on in the movie. Well, we'll get to that point. Oh, we'll get to that, that later. Yeah, that, okay. No, I'm just saying my wife goes, like we saw. Did Trina watch this with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And, she goes, and, we're, and we're like, I want to hear what she said. Like, uh, yeah. I want to yeah, hear. No, I want to no, right. hear what she's. The, what oh, she's yeah. the mom, the, the, the mom of Ricky, the cousin of Angela, the lone survivor of the whole right. crash. She thinks right. we're all insane, Bubba. Right. Um, when I saw the mom, my first impression was that mom has man hands. Right. And she's batshit crazy. Correct. Because she's talking in this very happy Disney-like mom, and then she the then she says, but then she changes. Ooh. That would be very, yeah, very crazy. And very you won't the tell anyone and where you got this form of the physical. Like really gap is there any more of this pumpkin beer? Because like, I really love it. She had a little, yes, I do. Mm. But not here. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> she had like this little gap in her left jaw, lower jaw, too, the, in her teeth. She, it, was just, it was very off-putting. Yeah. She was very strange. Yeah. In any case, the, uh, they head to Camp Arawak with the rest of the campers, <laughs> right? When they arrive... At Camp Arawak, one of the first people that we see at the camp is the chef. Okay. Now, Noah, I know you will have something to say about this chef. My note is Baldies? Question mark. <laughs> Too young? Question okay. mark. Yeah, Baldy. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Be- okay, so very pedophilic. Let's, let's. Very pedophilic. 1980s movie, and they're talking, like, this chef is talking about banging 10 year olds. Okay. He's, he's, so, uh, this- very. Uh, my, yeah. Let's, Trina let's, watched it with me. She's like, what the fuck's happening? Yes. I said the same thing. I was like, holy shit. And I'm, she's okay. like, what? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you catch that? I'm like, oh, yeah. She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, mm. Yeah, that that chef, I don't remember his name. I In the Bubba's name words, down. very pedophilic. <laughs> very <laughs> scary chef. Yes. Yeah, he, he said they were fresh chicken. Yes. yes. Baldies. 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 And he said that where he comes from, they call them baldies. Oh. Now, Sean, where do you think he comes from? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and where do they call them baldies? Uh, I'm going to go New Jersey, if okay. I had to guess. Okay. New Jersey, really? <laughs> oh, I was thinking more like West Virginia. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the chef yes. Tennessee. Is, yeah, so the pro- chef you're is, right. You're the probably chef is south. clearly you're a probably pedophile. Right. He yes. is talking about 
them having no pubic hair and calling them baldies. Oh, is that what he's referring to? Yes. Oh. And so the other workers at the camp are just like, oh, like, oh, you. Like, oh, listen oh, to yeah, this guy. Oh, yeah, the black dude was yeah, like, they oh, were like, he was laughing it off. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, having a game oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, was this guy's always trying to bang children. Right. It's like this. Such yes. A, yeah. It's a, so she was like, what are we watching? So, I'm like, but, I don't know. So... Yes, they are baldies. He does baldies. attempt. He does attempt to diddle Angela. Oh, you're jumping ahead. Okay, so you're jumping. I got I, like four notes. Okay, before we get I, to that point. I don't want to go too far. Go ahead and share what you got. Okay, my first question is: they, these kids come to camp. Yes, they're going to be at camp for a month, two months, something like that. Yeah, they're all walking around with bowling bags as their as their uh, suitcase of choice. Yes, yeah, they they didn't literally pack very bowling much. bags. Yes, they didn't pack very much. That seemed and crazy. Another thing that I want to say, well, I don't know how I don't know how much room those dolphin shorts take up in a bag, but they were all wearing super Dude, tight dolphin shorts. That is my next note. You can, Ronnie. There are many dick bulges are Dude, visible in this Ronnie, movie. the the head counselor. <clears throat> yes. Way too skimpy as shorts. Yes. His Holy shorts. Holy shit, they if, were way too short. If his shorts were any shorter, he'd be parting his hair in two places. Oh god! It, it was, was it was it, dude. It was crazy. It's how ridiculous. Shorts, shorts, I mean, it's it's absolutely. And what was ridiculous. with the half shirts? Yes, so that's another thing. So all they're all cut at the midriff, dude. All they're these either guys they're either tr- cut at the midriff or they're right above the belly button with like one movement you see belly button. Right. It, this is like these remember. shirts were really, really too short. You don't remember yeah. those half shirts? They used to Dude, sell them I never wore half. I didn't say I wore one, but they were selling them okay. prominently at the uh, these shirts Santa Fe Springs swap meet. I never wore a half shirt, but I, I agree. But they sold them prominently well, at the swap meet. These shirts in that, at that time. These shirts were very popular yes. in the gay community. Yes, uh, and also at sleepaway camp, uh, and, and and also. By this point, we're about 20, 30 like minutes, 20 in, minutes in. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really expecting some hot nudity okay. in this movie. And you even promised nudity now, in this movie. I, now, when well, I promised saw it, it but, yes. but not hot nudity. Well, he promised nudity in this There's movie. There was very disturbing clothing and in this movie. 30 throughout. minutes into this movie, I hadn't seen one tit. And are I you, was very disappointed. I was like, all these dudes are wearing like skin tight clothing, <laughs> and the females are very. Loose clothing. What's happening? This Very is, what's disappointing. Wrong? I was yeah. expecting a lot of nudity. I was expecting a lot of yeah, boob, lot yeah. of tits, well, lot of boobs. I I kind of knew early on. Twenty minutes in. No, I knew early on with the youngins, and then I saw the girls. I'm like, there's no nudity is gonna happen. These <laughs> these these actresses are all underage. I remember. We're not gonna get any nudity. They're so young. Well, Judy was not underage. Now right. let's talk about Judy's yeah. tits for a minute. Oh God, they were. Nice. She says she, when she when, when when she wore that bikini. Like, we're getting jumping ahead here, but when she wore that bikini. She had a nice. She was all right, set. but I was a fan What's of the. the cousin, I was a fan Angela's of the cousins? other girl, her friend. What the Meg? Meg. Yeah, Meg. Meg's yes. a bitch. Oh yeah, Meg's, Meg's a, a bitch, bitch, but she's a hot bitch. What's uh? Meg's what's a bitch? What's she's Angela, a hot bitch? Uh, Ricky, Angela's cousin. Ricky. He comes in and Paul tells him, "Hey, Judy, you got to check out Judy's tits," and he does one of these. Check out Judy Sitz. So and then I want to go on record as saying, wait, Bubba Judy, has his hands like Judy. Was, Judy, Judy was a bitch, though, right? She was she the main was a, bitch. She was the yes. main bitch. Yeah, but no, she had Meg she, was a bitch. Well, yeah. she was too, but neither one of them had a rack at all. No, really. Judy had a very average sized breast. Average? That's average. Very the, well. Maybe I would B, say below average. It was maybe a B minus. Oh, they were. She had a nice set of cans on her. 
I'm not they saying they were big, nice. but they were nice. Okay. Yeah, and by I'm the t- way, I want to go on record. I'm saying B minus. I'm this. Yeah. This film sent me down a rabbit hole in Google. Like I literally went down the. Yeah, we were looking for nude pictures. I was of just Judy. looking for everything. Yeah. And B-cup. I just want to go on record as saying sure. that that uh, the the main character in this movie, Angela. Yes. Played by Felicia Rose. Played hot. by a female. Hot. Yo, yo, you hot. thought she was hot? Oh no, I'm talking like in when she grew up. Oh, I saw her. Yeah. As oh, an adult. oh yeah, I saw the adult picture. Hot, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Like real, like yeah. wow, hot. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to go. Okay. Okay. So the chef, <laughs> the chef who attempts to diddle Angela, the, pe- the pedophile chef. Yes, the pedophile chef is putting <laughs> salt into a pot that is like four and a half feet tall. The size yes. of this pot is ungodly. Yes. It's a big pot. I've, I've never seen well, a pot. Well, there's a lot of kids you got to feed. You got to make a lot yeah. of corn. You right. got to boil a lot of corn. Right. right. So he's throwing food in it, and he somehow gets dumped. The, the water, boiling water, gets dumped onto him. Well, because he's standing on that table, the precarious table. Right. Right. Because it's four feet high, he's got to get up there. Right. Correct. But the, the thing that we have, this becomes a running gag in the movie. In that every time the killer is about to kill somebody, we see the the point of view of the killer. Right. And the person who's about to be killed goes, "Oh, it's you." Right. <laughs> right. Yes. So they have to. They still have to maintain that secrecy right. of who the killer is. Right. And they were like, "Oh, it's you." And then they end up dying. Well, and that and that's supposed to be like, okay, so who is it? Yeah. Right. It's it's, it's a red herring. Who right. could it be? It, uh, okay, but when the, when the chef says this, another note I have. Doesn't that tell you it's obviously one of the kids? Yes. Yes, but you don't know which kid. You don't know which kid. At this point. But you should because you know which one dead and which one's alive. You obviously know it's a kid. And when you see the hand pulling the chair. Right. Obviously a male hand. Right. Okay. Obviously a male hand. And this is what's so funny because my wife's not getting it. She goes, I don't understand. Because Angela's here, and it's still it's did it's she, a male hand. Did she? So she she missed that first part. She did not pick up on that. Obviously, a male hand. Yes, yeah, right. And she's not picking up. And she's like, I'm confused. Uh, well, I the was whole, I, I was a little confused. As the well. whole movie, she's like, I'm confused. Did I she, was a little confused at this point when the first death. I was a little confused yeah. as well. Did she cop that the chef called the Baldies? Like, did she catch that? Oh, she was freaking out. She's like, what the fuck are we watching? (laughs) So she was like... I love that your wife watched this. I love that. So the boiling... gives us a whole other perspective. Yeah, oh, she was like, what the fuck are you watching? The boiling water is dumped on the chef. And Tabitha just walks in and goes, oh, he's watching the bibs. (laughs) The boiling water... The boiling water gets... podcasting tonight, Mom. The boiling water is dumped on the chef. must be a podcast movie. So my wife said, I said, I said, babe... Do you want to watch a horror flick from the eighties with me tonight? She goes, "Well, that's for the podcast." Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so we should press on. But the the game, the you know, game. Sean, I, I told Bubba when we started this podcast, we need to we need to pick up the pace on the bibs, and I'm slowing us down to a to a big a grinding halt. So the baseball game between yes. the have uh, the young kids and the older kids. Now clearly the older kids are like in their mid thirties, maybe, right. I don't and they're know. very gay. They're right. very gay. They have very short. They're wearing shorts USC on. shirts, which makes me so happy. 
There were I, just, I, just, I just want to see how this plays out, and then I'll make my comments well, about this game. How it plays out, the team, the gay team with the USC shirts lose. Well, you have the young kids actually beat the older kids. Exactly. There's no, I'm shocked by that. There's no, um, like, even... So you well, have, whoa, 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 whoa. But the, but the young kids did have Poncherello, the Poncherello guy, pitching for them. Right. Right. But you also have... Who was like a fucking Yeti. You also... All this fucking... His belly fur. It. Yeah, his belly fur. Yeah. It was showing under that, yes. that cutoff shirt. Yes. But you have to remember, too, the younger kids also have Mozart on their team. And they were talking Who's shit, out there? too. Mozart, the young kids were talking shit. Mozart was out there. Yeah. Well, when the, when the kid, when the, the one of my favorite parts of the kids talking shit is when the, 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 the older guy at the bat tells Ricky, dude, hey, eat shit and die, Ricky. And he goes, Eat shit and live, Bill. Right. Like, that live. was a sick burn. You, right keep, there. you just keep yeah, living. You, just, you eat keep shit living. And, eat, eat that shit, shit and live. Eat that shit, shit and live. remember what it right. tastes like. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, and God. so, can you, we talk about Mozart for a minute? Okay. So Mozart. Let's wow. let's, let's talk about, about him because Mozart. You know, he's a nerd. He's a nerd, but right. he's but he's friends with all the cool kids. Right. But the cool kids like to throw burns his way. They like to they like to do that trick where he does a sit up into a guy's bare ass, which, which I is, thought was hysterical. Yeah, right. Uh, hey, let me let me check that off got, my list. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> Mozart. Gotcha. Very funny gag. I would have done that gag to you guys if you hadn't this watched this movie. He's got like boxes over there. Oh, I got a whole bunch of more notes. I got two oh more pages God. of notes. I'm Holy good to go. Cow. I, I do, thought that was a great I gag, though. I can't even read these notes in here. I'm like just going off of memory. Well, this was. <laughs> dude, my notes are, per, are That's total what I always do. stream <laughs> of consciousness. I literally was watching it. I was drunk. I right. had like two That's Crown what of I Cokes. normally do. I was yeah. two Crown of Cokes in, and I li- just I would watch the movie, and anything that just. Whatever popped into my head. I'd write a little note and then I'd keep watching. That's what that's I normally what I do. Doing. I did not have the time, but that's what I normally do. On to my iPad, though. So, yeah, so I'm just now yeah. I'm just like writing them, and now I'm just going yeah. through. Them. We need so, to. So a couple of things happen of importance after the baseball game. One is Paul comes in and starts chatting up Angela. Yes, at, now, the, Paul, at the social. Paul, yeah, Paul is a love interest for Angela here, and starts talking to her at the social. Angela's cousin's best friend. Yes. yes. Yeah, Ricky. It, Ricky Ricky's and Angela be, Ricky's are best friend. Yeah, right. and Ricky's best friend is this guy Paul, right. who starts hitting on Angela at the dance where she finally says her first words. Right now, another important thing happens at the dance, and that is Mel shows up in these fucking lime green pants. That this these polyester this polyester <laughs> number that is insane that no human <laughs> could ever. Well, there's a lot of clothes that were insane in yeah, that movie. Yeah, big, big time, big time. Scary thing is, we we wore all those clothes when we were kids because they were all clothes from I, the 80s. I actually don't think we wore a lot of them. Uh, there was now, a shirt in there I saw that I was like, oh, I wore that shirt. Jesus that, was it the Blue Oyster Cult shirt? No, it was not the Blue Oyster Cult <laughs> shirt. It, it, looked, it appeared very it similar a, to a, a Bark a, at the Moon t-shirt. It was, wow. it was a terry cloth shirt with a big collar and a couple stripes, and I was like, yeah, well, I that, that well, yeah, shirt. that, that's yes. I thought yeah. it was your Bark at the Moon t-shirt. I never owned the Bark at the Moon t-shirt. Okay, all right. All right. By the way, can we talk about this dance for a moment? Yeah, okay, go Again, ahead. Again, another continuity <laughs> issue. Okay. Did anybody else notice that... So, your, our friend Paul is talking to Angela. Right. right? And there are cutaways mm-hmm. of Judy... Right. ...speaking with two boys. Right. Like, looking at Paul and Angela kind of with a jealous... Right, thing. right. So, they show Paul and Angela. They cut to... I'm an editor. This is this is kind of inside okay, baseball. A, all right. So we see Paul talking to Angela. We see Judy talking to two boys. 
looking over at Angela with the jealous, but okay. Right. Then we go back to Paul. We come back, Judy. We see her with the two boys. We go back to Paul. The dance ends. Right. Moments moments later, we go back to Judy. And the two boys that she was talking to, who were probably 13, 12, right. have now become 17, 18-year-old boys. Like, completely different boys. Cam Arawak puts a man through many changes. And... and, and and it was crazy because it wasn't I did like not notice that. It was I didn't not that either. Dude, it was not as if it was not as if she was in a different spot talking to two completely different boys. Right, she's in the same spot. It was almost like she was in the same spot and these two new adult kids. Right. They weren't wearing exactly the same clothes, but they were very very, very similar, similar. Very similar clothes to the two kids that she was talking to previously. This guy, he sees every cutaway. Dude, yeah, it was very, yeah. dude this it is the editor's very, eyes. It right. me very... It's the inside eyes. This is good yeah. shit, though. Dude, this, this struck is me good. very funny. I was like, what is going on here? This I is I am not surprised continuity. by that. I am not surprised by that. I couldn't tell that. if it was continuity or if that was like a meaning, if there was some meaning to that. No, there's no meaning. Um, You're probably right. They're going, nobody's going to notice but an editor. You're probably right. You're probably but right. the boys head out to go skinny dipping. Okay, so that was very disturbing oh, as God. well. Yeah, yeah. And Trina was like, "Oh my God, they're taking all their clothes off. No one of the girls don't want to get in the water with yeah. them." Yeah, yeah. This was this was at the point too where I said, "God, we still haven't seen any tits, but I keep seeing asses." Ass, right? Yeah, I no. see a lot of asses, boy asses. But very gay movie. Very gay movie. Yes, yeah. a lot of gay undertones. You're yes. correct. Yeah, and. It's at this point I have the note that I bet Sean is super disappointed in me because I promised nudity and he's seen nothing but man asses. Well, I can't speak for Sean. I, I this, can't speak for Sean in this instance, but I can speak for myself. And I was thoroughly disappointed that I was 40 minutes into this movie and hadn't seen one tit. And Trina was like, you're not watching a movie. You're on your phone. <laughs> so <laughs> that was about that point that that happened. The boys talk about uh, watching out for water snakes when they're in there, which clearly they're talking about dicks. Clearly. Uh, yeah, clear. No, that's not clear. <laughs> oh, by the so, way, I have a note here. Meg's a bitch. Okay. So She's while they're out there, bitch. one of the boys in the overturned canoe. She can come up through my toilet anytime. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but could she live at Midget Town with you? You can't. Dude. Meg only has eyes for Mel, and we'll get to that oh, in God. a moment. Oh. That's crazy. Oh. That's that's. Oh yeah. no, not my yeah. Meg! This, oh my this, God! This, this Marmy tastes really good. And that's now. the most disturbing thing about this movie: this this pedophile <laughs> theme that runs through this movie. It's, it's very gay we'll and get, pedophile. Yes, we'll get, yeah. we'll get feel it. We'll get, so. At this point, I want to take a break and talk about Mel for a second because he Mel. appears to be totally in denial about Mel. the whole thing. Oh yeah, Mel, about yeah. what's going on at his camp. The police show up and says, like, "Hey, you know, I don't know. We don't know what this is, and we're gonna have an autopsy." And he's like, "Yeah, but you know, it could have been. It could have. It, it's just a couple of kids horsing around, you know, and then one of them died, right?" And he said, "Well, you know, we don't know. It could be. Uh, you know, we have to look at the autopsy." He goes, "I don't. It was an accident." I, 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 I have a question for you, Bubba. Yeah. Is Mel a bad Scooby-Doo character? 
Mel is a bad Scooby Doo okay, character. Just, Mel is a, the old, let me Mel, mark that down. Mel is old Mr. Wiggins running yeah. the uh, the uh, amusement park. I expected him at the end of the movie. Said I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you, scheming kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mel is a Mel is the, one of the craziest characters uh, in this movie. Very hot though. Uh, Mel was hot. That's the girl, right? No, Meg. Oh, Meg. Bitch. Oh, We're yeah, Meg. About Mel. Mel. Yeah. The cigar smoke. Oh, God. He, guy. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was hot, too. He no, was hot, too. No, he's not hot, but he was grabbing that kid, too, right? He was, so, like, squeezing that kid Judy, at one point. So, Judy and that Meg. Was crazy. Judy and Meg, who are kind of like the mean girls group. First off, uh, I, how cool was it that Judy had her name printed on her shirt? It said Judy on it. I love that. And then the other thing. I, it, that was ironed on. Yeah, it was an iron on. Yeah, it was an iron on. Um, a puffy iron-on. Yes. Meg, Meg, <laughs> a felt puffy iron-on. <laughs> Meg loses her shit at Angela and then gets busted. Do you she know why? She shakes her around for like why? not for why she was mad at you Angela. Want to answer Do you know me. why she did that? You want to answer me? Because Meg's a bitch. Yes, that's true. I have, that written, I have it written down. Meg's a bitch. Yeah, it's hot, right there. Hot, Meg's yeah. a bitch. You didn't put hot in there. No, I didn't put it. I just put she's a bitch. No, you should have. Because she's a bitch. So Angela, it's it's clear that the other campers are not getting along with her. She's a weirdo. She doesn't talk to anybody. She's walking out and she gets pegged with some water balloons by the kids on the roof of the of the house. Yeah, the same kids that they beat in the USC half shirted mother. Right, right, right. Right, but one of those dudes we've seen in many movies. They whip the a, blonde dude. That one blonde dude, I've seen him in many movies. They whip a water balloon at her at such an incredible rate. That you, I mean, you oh, would she, think that it would take her head off. I mean, she went, dude. She got hit with that first water balloon and just like fell over. Yeah, and, and then I mean, come on. And then Ricky, Ricky, seeing the it, whole thing, it's not that bad. Ricky loses his mind. hit with mind. the water balloon. She's yeah. been through a traumatic experience in the water. She's very afraid of water. Right. So this is probably a good time to mention that the kids in this movie use some pretty vulgar language i i just want i would like to interject here and we haven't mentioned this these kids are all very fucking angry yes they are all very angry like any little thing happens and they fly off the handle right. all of them sean how would you feel if bob taylor okay sent you to a camp okay that you didn't want to go to i would have loved to go to a camp because i never got to go that's to one. not what i said okay but that's why i said how would you feel if bob Sean would have tried to finger meg behind the behind the camp yeah, well, meg's a bitch but now now we're talking exactly <laughs> but what my i would point have is tried if to you do. didn't want to be at this camp you would be angry too I would have made especially the with especially with sh- with with chefs who wanted to diddle your bald ass. No, I would have punched <laughs> that dude's ass. ass. Not when you were ten. Well, some of these kids are young. Yeah, dude, they some, were like 10, 11 years some old. Are, so how old am I? Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying. Uh, when I'm going to camp, angry. when I'm just saying, you're sending me off to camp. How old am I? I'm not sending you off to camp. Bob Taylor's sending right, but you how off to old camp. off? How old am I when he sends me off to camp? I don't have any idea. That's what I'm saying. If My I'm, point is, if that I'm ten, if I'm ten, I'm I'm scared shitless. Right. If I'm twelve, you're still. Scared I'm looking shitless. to diddle Meg. Right. No, yeah. you, that'd be like fourteen when you were ready to diddle. Ooh. Diddle Meg. Yeah, well, it's, it's always close. time to diddle. Yeah. So. Shit. Here we go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yes, I like that. So, I like that comment. So the older boys are going out to do something, and one of them says, "Hang on a second, I gotta take a wicked dump." 
Yes. Yes. Like our viewer mail from last episode. And Bubba Bubba goes, I've got a bibs. He said, I have to take a wicked dump. He He goes into the can. You see somebody slashes the screen. Right. And drops in a beehive into the turlet stall. Right. Now... You're, you're, you're skipping the lead, though, because before all this happens, somebody puts... Somebody puts a broom handle... Right. ...in the doors of the toilet. Right. Right. So, so they, they can't, can't get, get out. out of right, the right, right, right. So the, 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 the stall door is now, for all intents and purposes, locked. The beehive is now dropped in there, and an incredible number of bees come out of this hive. Now, of course... The, the the camper who is in the stall right. is killed immediately and devoured by what appears to be millions of bees. Yes. That were all in this tiny beehive is about that the size of a football. Saw, that you never saw until you saw him with the bees all Right. Over. You see the dead corpse with the like bees Like, you see all the over. beehive go in and you maybe see, like, one or two bees right. kind of flown around. Right. But you know it has to be at this point. There's so many kills. You know it has to be... Either Matt Hands, <laughs> Matt or the other dude that was talking shit at the fucking softball game. Look right. at me, I right? Could hit. I could hit. I can. Well, he's the one that dies. He didn't die. The half shirt USC wearing. That's the guy that dies in the tour. No, tournament. no, I'm talking about the cousin though. The cousin. Oh, lives. you think you're yeah. right? No, yeah, Ricky, it's either yeah. it's either Ricky or Ricky's mom or Ricky's cousin. Right, there's three possible people that it could be at that point. Oh, you were saying Ricky's mom? Oh that, yeah, I thought be... I thought for a moment I thought it was Ricky's mom. That never popped in my mind. That she was the killer because she was crazy. Okay, I, so... I always thought it was. Well, we'll get well, to we'll, that later. We're getting we're yes. getting to a flashback now because what happens is. Are we gonna talk about the gay dream sequence? Yes. Oh, we're beautiful. getting the gay okay, dream good. sequence. So gay, wait, let me wait, wait, check, check mark, gay dream sequence, check. <laughs> oh, okay. God. So there's a gay Paul, dream sequence in this movie, Sean. Paul, Paul and Angela <laughs> kind of start. Grim bath. The, Paul and Angela <laughs> kind of start to make out, and while this is happening, Angela has a weird flashback. Noah, I know you want to talk about this flashback. Let's okay. hear about it. Okay, she's not freaking out about the making out. Right. That's not what makes her have this this gay dream no, sequence. No. It's when he tries to go to first base. Right. That's yes. when she starts to flip out yes, she and she wa- has the gay. He wants to get it in that dream shirt. sequence. Right. Yes. And the gay dream sequence basically entails her father, who we see die at the very beginning of the movie, right, in bed making out with. The, the man that was on the shore the man right. from, the, from the beginning. From there the was a man on the shore, but right. you didn't really know that that was her his boyfriend. You didn't right. know, but he was just like, "Come on, we got a meeting." Yeah, obviously <laughs> it must have been his boyfriend or right. something. They were and lovers, so, and so they were in a bed making out, and then there were two kids on a bed, right. a male and a female, which you think were the two kids that that were in, and they're pointing, pointing one, the, the pointing male at is the chest. pointing, pointing at, at the, the chest. chest. Right. It's very very gay undertones. Yes. Very bizarre. Slightly gay undertones. Not slightly at all. Slightly it's very, gay. very, it's only slightly gay. Right, right, exactly. I mean, so yeah, I was I understating that, I, that, but yeah. I just have, for like I said, gay dream sequence, question mark, question mark, double question marks. Right. On that. This is about the time, this is, this is my favorite subplot of this entire movie, is when it's, it is determined that Meg has the night off and she is going to have a date with Mel. Meg, 
That's, Sean, I want you to read my note right here. That's when I was crying. What did I write right there? What's my note that Megan I Megan Mel, what the fuck, right? Yes, oh, Megan yeah. Mel. That's yeah. what, what I said. Fuck? Okay. That's when I loved Meg and I said, what the fuck? What the fuck? I said Dude, that too. Okay. Mel, a... okay, just for clarity here, because maybe there's might be someone out here listening that, that has... was out of, That was out of the blue sky. Well, okay, but there might be someone in, not very many, but there might be someone in our audience who has not watched this film. Okay. Okay. So picture, if you will, Mel. Picture, if you will. He's in his 60, mid-60s. 63, He's like 65 years old. With like the, Always the craziest, tackiest polyester clothes, right. smoking a cigar. Right. Yeah. And then you have Meg, right. who I've detailed on many occasions is a bitch. And she's hot. But she's... And like, which I've detailed. She's, she's like, like 19. Oh, I was going to say 15. Well, she's, she's a counselor, like, so she's no, got to be no, over 18. No, she's a teenager. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's 19, 20. She's 19, 20. Yeah. No, and hot. I'll okay. split the difference. I'll say good. she's 17, well, but she's very in real well, life. She's a counselor, so I'm going over 18. Right, and probably, and probably in, in real life, she's probably older than that. But nonetheless, she's at least 35, 40 years younger than Mel. Right. And she has the hots for Mel. She cannot out of wait nowhere though. Out to of nowhere, Mel for Whoa. this hot date that she had. And even with Mel was Mel. surprised. He was like, "What?" With gross ass old. And man Mel was Elle. like, "What? Okay." Old man Mel and Meg. This is what I'm saying. The this is why I'm no. running for president, no. dude. Because 65 year old men should get 20 year old prostitutes. Whoever wrote this movie, Noah Musser, 2020. Whoever wrote this movie is a pedophile, because Mel was like. What? Oh, okay. You're calling the director of this movie a pedophile? Yes. That is a bold statement. So, yes. I, I, I got Correct. It. So they're getting ready for their dates, and Meg <laughs> dates. goes to take Meg goes to take a shower. Yes. She now, wanted to freshen up. Her murder yes. in the shower is nuts, and I want to hurry up and get to to Mel's discovery of Meg's body. Because uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yes, I have but, a lot of issues with this whole this, this whole thing. <laughs> this whole sequence. Yes. Meg, Meg is stabbed in the back yes. through the shower curtain. Yes. She's in the shower. Yet yes. is somehow pinned to the shower to the shower curtain. Yes, and is stabbed through the back, like gutted like a fish, basically. Right. Through while the back she's, while she's in the shower. Yeah, right. through the yes. back. Now, when Mel comes in and finally discovers her body. Mel walks into the to the bathroom to the showers checking off and Meg's Meg's dead body drops out of the shower like literally what was her dead body was just standing up of its own accord and then when Mel walked in all of a sudden she just falls out yes she was just propped up or something in the shower the whole time at this point we're about an hour in yes Meg is in the shower yes and I'm thinking okay cool Meg one of the older characters, right, in the shower, right. Time for some gratuitous nudity. This dude got the lotion out. He had a cup of box of Kleenex. Finally, I've been told by Bubba we're gonna get some nudity. Gratuitous nudity. I love it. This is confirmation that Meg's hot right here. He's ready for it. Uh, right. Well, at that point, I was ready for anything. Okay. <laughs> Meg dies. Right. My note. Yeah. Meg dead. And still no titties. That's I'm true. with you there. That's a direct that's quote from my notes. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm with At you. At this there. point, yeah. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like the bibs. This is a good bibs. It is a good. Very bibs. disappointed that 
we're an hour into a 90-minute film with no titties. We don't agree a lot, but we are still in agreement here. <laughs> and Meg was a bitch. <laughs> and so, a hot bitch. You should be saying hot bitch. So, she's a bitch. So he Mel thinks she's hot, but he when, wants to see titties. When Mel, comes into the, when Mel comes into the bathroom and sees Meg, his reaction is comedy gold. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a method actor. Oh, 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 no. Oh, Meg. Oh, why didn't I stop him, Meg? Oh, oh God. Oh, and, he's, he's, and he's thinking about Ricky. Old fish. Why don't I stop him? Old fish face, old Mel. Completely off to- topic. This marmy is very good. <laughs> so, I've blown through two marmies and I'm back on a Dorado. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Mel is fantastic. This might be our best episode ever. Mel is wearing It's going to be our longest episode ever. <laughs> Mel is wearing his green polyester best. Comes across uh, Meg's yeah, dead body. And some fucking white patent shoes, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those white shoes were. I was like looking at him walking across that floor. I'm like. He's got white fucking did, patent leather why shoes. Did we, yeah. Why did we wear terry cloth in the eighties? No, my favorite thing that Mel does when he right, finds hot, a body. Right? Mel does that. Mel does that Godfather thing that Italians do when they touch their fingers together yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I didn't stop him, Meg. Oh, I didn't uh, mozzarella, ah, salami. I was gonna pedophile you." <laughs> And you're dead now. I'm 65. You're 19. I was so hot and horny and with a boner. I was shocked when you wanted to come to me. Now, it was around this time that Judy also was killed. Now, Who? Judy. Judy. You should have known because she had her name uh, ironed on onto her shirt at some point in the movie. She was the camper with the nice tits. Yeah. Now, small tits, can but we, hot. She can was we cute. Agree? Nice tits, though. Okay. okay well, so, right, we did, let's we, agree. Meg's cool. Meg's hot. Yes. And Judy has nice tits. Here, here are we my notes. We didn't see them, so I can't agree on you that. You didn't see anybody's you don't Exactly. Really, you don't so really how could you say they were nice? Come on, they were nice. Bikini, she wore a bikini. She was nice. see the areolas. You don't really see the areolas. No, they were nice. That. She had a nice yes. little set of cans. Yeah, they you don't really yeah. see the murder, but... They are perky. It, my notes... <laughs> uh, my, my notes here says... Judy is stabbed in the vag with a curling iron. That's what I got that's from pretty, it. That's pretty much what happens. It's pretty much what I... Th- I mean, you don't see it. It's all implied. But yeah, that's pretty much what I felt. Yeah. I banged her. Yeah. Now, that... Well, yeah. We need to get to wrapping this up. So, yeah, yeah so, well, yeah. So Mel comes upon Ricky and starts beating the shit out of Ricky. Does beat he, the shit out of him. He yeah. believes that it's Ricky that's killing all these right. kids. Yes. And while he's leaving, when he leaves... Beats him close to near death. We again well, get we the, think he beats him to death. Yeah, right. we, we don't know at that point that we think we don't that, maybe know. that he just killed he's just killed Ricky. Right. Uh, he's As he's leaving, and he makes the foreshadowing attempt to walk in front of an archery target, yes. and we get the view of the killer, and he says, Oh... It's you. Oh, not you. Again. You know, again. Yeah. He immediately, he takes an arrow in the neck. Right. And Mel is dead. So at that point, we know then, at that point, it's not Ricky. Yeah. Because he's already beat the shit out of Ricky. Right. Okay. I never thought it was Ricky. Well. Myself. After. uh, Yeah. After Mel is killed, after Mel is shot through the neck with an arrow, this is when the cop shows up. Yes. Now, this cop. This cop has the phoniest mustache. Oh, yeah. oh right my there. God. Sweet fake stash on cop. That's that, my note. Oh, know, yeah. You know what's funny? That, that, that was the sweetest fake stash I've ever seen. Oh, it was almost like 
they he walked into the he walked into the uh you know just check that out i don't even say anything and dude you know i'm watching with trina like, i'm laughing she's like what are you laughing at? i'm like are you looking at his lip <laughs> <laughs> so the guy has like brown hair and he yeah. has like this jet black mustache jet black mustache yes. it's like it's like they walked into the costume castle you know like the yeah. halloween warehouse or whatever and said like oh we need a fake mustache <laughs> Oh, do you it's have a brown? Oh, we're out of ever we're seen. out of brown. All we have is this black. Ah, it's, it's, it's a Saturday it's, Night Live it's mustache. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. It's an SNL. It's an SNL mustache. So he shows up, and this is when they determine that they have a serial killer at the camp. Right, and they they also they find we're eighty five minutes into a ninety minute film, yes. and they finally realize we There's have a serial killer at the camp, and Ricky is found alive. Yes. Now at this point, yes, at this point in my notes, I said. We're coming to the ending. Go slow. <laughs> slow it down, because this, this is the whole thing is about to come. It's funny because I have one last note, and the note is "nice dong?" Question mark exclamation point question mark. <laughs> okay, so they go out <laughs> looking for Angela, and Angela the has, angel. Angela angel. has taken Paul out skinny dipping. They said they were going to go skinny dipping. Yes, and when. They show up, they kind of see it's dark, they see the silhouette of Angela, and she has Paul's head in her lap, and his head is laying there. And they're clearly both naked. They are both naked. Because Angela says, take off your clothes, and he's like, yes. Right, right. Yes. Right, so... But there's a flashback scene there, too. We have a flashback right, right here, that's right. Now in the flashback, we can see that it's the boy who survived the boat attack right and the crazy aunt the doctor from the beginning of the movie man hands man hands dr woofula she has actually <laughs> been raising peter the son raising him as a girl because yeah. she Nancy already had a boy Angela, ricky right and he just wouldn't do to have two right. boys you can't have a boy you can't have a girl, have have girl. Have have girl. That. right cannot, that's that just cannot be happened that right. cannot happen right thank god for sam that he has Maddie. Yeah. Exactly. So, so basically, <laughs> the uh, otherwise he'd be Samantha. Oh. You see the you see the uh, the evil plot by the aunt by Ricky's mother to raise her niece uh, or her, her nephew rather Peter as her niece Angela. Yes. What a twist! <laughs> what a this twist! Is, this is the uh, this is the uh, M Night Shyamalan ending right here coming up. <laughs> so, so as they as they cut away from that flashback, oh man, Angela stands up. The decapitated head of Paul rolls out of her lap. Yes, and he, let me kind of go through my notes because I don't want to. I don't want to miss. To go them. I don't want to miss a step yes. of this of what happens. Nice dong. No. So I have here. That was not nice. She unhinges her jaw like a snake. Yes. And makes this moaning noise. That noise, that whatever noise that is she's making, scared the living fuck oh, out yeah. of me. The first time I saw this movie, I almost shit my pants in fright. Shout out to Felicia that. Rose for such a great job of yes, acting. Yes, she did. And so, and, so, and so right before, it, it, it's just so funny, like. Right before the ending, five minutes to go, Trina's like, I got to give Tabby a ride somewhere. I'll be back. <laughs> so and she so, missed the end. And so No, I'm like, I, I did watch it. Uh-huh. 
And then she goes, I need to see the ending. I'm like, you do not want to see this ending. And she's like, how dare you watch it without me? She starts to get mad. You know, she starts to get angry in a wifey way going, how'd you watch this movie with the ending without me? Put it back on. I'm like, I just so happen to have a four, four minute and 30 second recap of the ending. It's going to give it all to you. Let's go right there. They've got the ending laid out. Let's right. do it. Let's relive it. Right. Not a good idea. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. I've seen this. <laughs> I'm going so, to the bathroom to think about Meg. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So here, here's my notes that I said. She stands up revealing a huge bush and tiny dick. The end. Nice dong. Yes, right? <laughs> nice so, dong. So basically, uh, yeah, so you see that it's... And, and the, what's the his name? The Robin's egg out of the nest. The, <laughs> the, the Italian stallion, whatever the guy's name was, and he's like, in case you hadn't figured it out. And he goes, Angela, she's a boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, the whole time, Angela is standing there with this face yeah yeah her jaw is open more than is natural for a human right true hall of fame but it is natural because she is actually a real human halloween true or false in sleepaway camp oh here we go angela's dong was a prosthetic false it was actually a man who was playing the role of Angela. Correct. They built a prosthetic like Angela a mask. Yes, they made an Angela mask. On. Yes. So that face, that ah, that weird ass face that she makes, was actually a mask that they made. And the reason why she had that weird look on her face and like held froze to that the whole time was because it was literally a so, mask so being worn by a guy with his dick hanging out. But so true or false, the other picture of the older lady that you, you sent to me, that's really Angela now. Yes, that's her <laughs> making that face because it's an iconic face. Right. True Happy bi- Halloween. True bibs. Oh, this was this was a good bibs, I, I have to admit. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. This was a I good had one. A, I had notes like halfway through that said these guys are going to hate me because they see nothing but nuts and butts. Well, I was time. I was cursing your name because you promised nudity, and I'm sorry. We I, were the greatest nudity. thing was I watched it with Trina, my wife, and we're watching it, and half the time she's going, "What the fuck are we watching?" And then the next half she's going, "What just happened?" <laughs> she was into it. Right. She got into it. What yeah. just happened? Yeah. yeah. Bubba, thank you. Yes. Hey. That was a beautiful, I'm gl- beautiful bibs. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Halloween 2017 episode, Sleepaway Camp 2. In, well, there is. Because there is a Sleepaway Camp 2. There is. Don't even fucking think twice. There is a Sleepaway Camp 2. Or could he jump to the number four series? So Return, let's, not jump, re- let's not jump ahead. Return to Sleepaway let's Camp. Let's not jump ahead. Here's about the se- Here's the thing about the sequels. Two and three are not very good. They were on Netflix for a good long. What time. about Return to Sleepaway two, Camp? Two and three were starred uh, Bruce Springsteen's sister. Oh my God. As <laughs> as mean, Angela. You mean you mean Pete Best? As Angela, <laughs> and uh, the the fourth movie, the one that Sean's talking yes. about. Was actually two thousand eight. It was a more recent movie. It and was, it starred Mark Merrow. It was it was made <laughs> as a response to the kind of the internet uh, 
rediscovering the original series. Right. There, there's a cult following. So it actually for this has film. it actually has a lot of it the WWE superstar Mark Marrow, who is white. We're off the rails. Bubba, we have be Bubba, we my our garage band file for this podcast right now is at two hours and forty two minutes. Well, so just life. know just know <laughs> that, that there will be a lot on the cutting room floor. Well you need to save that. That's you could you could make a whole other episode with that. This this has the potential to be our longest episode ever. All right. Well I'm it's glad Halloween, you enjoyed the special bits. episode. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. It is you know what, Sean? You know what? God I, damn it, you're right. Yeah, I think I think for the bit for uh our podcast, this is our pinnacle episode. I, you know what? Our Halloween episode is our our coup d'etat. Right. It is our best episode ever right. year. We had the Smash Pumpkin episode. Go right. listen to it. Right. Sean got shit faced. And I got and shit now, faced tonight. And too. now we have this episode and thanks to the Marmy. We both got shit faced. Amen, brother. Happy, ah. Hall- Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. Right. Happy Halloween. Saludos. You don't gotta drive. Uh, you're not shit faced. Don't you're drink. Drink, you're drinking Diet Coke. Don't drink. Uh, don't. Uh, don't eat any uh, poison apples. Sean, go to offtherailspodcast.com. Why would I go there? Well, so you can get all the links. I'm the creator of that well, you, website. Well, you know, I wish you were because it would take some some shit off my plate but yes go there get the, get the pictures get all the links get everything but from that, this episode but, that, but when I say me I mean you oh right you mean right. me okay right, right. exactly uh, rate and review us on iTunes why would I rate us because we need I, ra- we need people to I'm rate and review us I'm not rate myself well you should we need rate and reviewings is there a star rating yes go do it five we get, stars we five get more 4.95 we get a lot more people listening to us if you rate and review us. So go to iTunes now, rate and review us. Uh, follow us. You can watch us on twitch.tv backslash OTRpod. Are you familiar with Twitch TV, Sean? Yes. You are? Yes. That's where we play video games. Yes. GTA. Yes. Madden. Yes. MLB The Show. Yes. South Park, The Fractured Butthole when it comes out. That was... Uh, hey, I'm waiting for it. It hasn't come out yet. I'm, It'll come I'm out. waiting with bated breath. But when for it that. comes out, we will be playing that on our Twitch feed. I'll be watching you play. Yes, it'll be fun. Shall so, we uh, resuscitate the OTR 2K WWE 2K17? Correct. League? Bubba's yes. pre-ordered 2K17 for us, so we'll be watching <laughs> that. But you know what? By the time this episode drops, I we'll will be probably knee- already have it. Yes, we'll be knee deep in WWE 2K17. I'm ready for the that. New Federation. I'm ready for that. So watch us at twitch.tv backslash OTR pod. Like us on Facebook, Off the Rails Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at Off the Rails Pod. And finally, if you have a question about Russian roulette, warm toilet paper, or how much cheese we can eat in one sitting, Send them to off the send them to otrpod at gmail.com. And I promise you, we will answer your question if you send it in. We should have a cheese eating contest. You'll lose. Are you sure? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I'm sure. Look at me. I'll kick your dude, I kicked your ass in the comic book competition. I'll kick your ass in a cheese eating contest. I don't know about that. Alright. Future episode. There you go. So before this gets to three hours, because we're close, closer than I ever wanted to come on a podcast. <laughs> Bubba, thank you. 
Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. To my Daggett friend. Oh my God. That oh is God. a very deep reference. If you don't know what that means, go listen to our last deep Halloween Roy. Episode. It's a deep Roy reference. It is a deep yes. Come. <laughs> yes. Come visit us when we go to Nuke the Fridgecom 2016. <laughs> yes. Sean. Yes. Thank you. Fuck you. Meg's a bitch. <laughs> She's still hot. <laughs> She's a bitch. That's okay. And finally, to all of our listeners, remember, nice dong. <laughs> Question mark. Wow. Exclamation I'll let you, I'll let you say that. Nice dong. We've gone off the rails. This song don't give a damn. If the rhymes don't fit with the DJ, quit. This song don't give a damn. You can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant if you don't try and buy it. Nor if your radio denies it. Don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV, or what spots hot, I forgot. I ain't mad at evolution, but I stand for revolution. Get up, enough is enough. Somebody stand up, come on.
everything. It's a bizarre film. Yeah, I hate I hate horror films, but I have to admit, I, 80s I, horror films yeah. I, I like because they're just so campy and cheesy. And and I'm kind of watching. I'm kind of playing Candy Crush. And yeah, yeah, I passed you in Candy Crush right. Soda, by the way. Right. I just want you oh, to know did that. you pass me back? Yeah, we're kind of we're. I passed yeah. you. I, I yeah. noticed that today on the toilet. I was on the toilet playing <laughs> yeah, exactly. Candy Crush, and I we're, passed we're you. We're making that's the toilet game. Yeah, it totally is the toilet. Yes. I'm on level 143. Nice. I don't. I think we're higher than that. Yes. But, yeah. But, but you, got, you, got, okay. you got you got to catch up to yeah. get. You'll get there. Yeah, don't I'm worry. I'm working on it. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, 